And welcome back to episode 82 of the Unpaid and Underrated Podcast. We are the podcast by crew for crew. I'm one of your hosts, Big Keith, and I am joined by my good colleague here, Big Joey. Hey. As well as one of the Davids. We're not really sure who it is yet. We'll probably have to wait till we get him on the horn, but we do have one of the Davids with us. Evening, gentlemen. How are we doing? Good, good. What are you drinking over there, David? I'll, uh, if anyone, no one's, uh, we we might throw this up on Instagram, but David has a uh, beans and toast as his background uh, thing on the Zoom call that's just hysterical. So I'm curious if his uh, if that's what he's eating. I'm really curious what he's drinking. It's just it's it's beans sparkling water. It's <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm not drinking beans, but but I would eat some uh, not cool beans, but warm beans. Yeah, beans on toast with cheese. That's the key. That's the mm. key element. Uh, what am I drinking? I got uh, I got a Maui Brewing coconut porter. Mm. I like I like porters, and the coconut kind of keeps it a little bit lighter. Uh, that's that's uh, that's first, and then I've got uh, a second can for when you know this really goes long, and we 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 dive right in right in a few hours time. <laughs> yeah, cool. We'll three-hour podcast. That's our specialty now. Two hour fifty four minute is the current PR. Let's hopefully not break it tonight. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of a good story on this one too. So I got an ugly water. Here. Oh hell yeah! Uh, long, uh, uh, long time kind of uh, uh, Tana favorite. I've been meaning to send these to the guys, but I just decided I'm going to drink them now. It's been like a year. I haven't sent them to them. So this is a, a discontinued ugly orange soda. So I'll be dipping into that. Mm, that sounds anything orange we get at my attention. Drinking on an hour podcast and rubbing it in a little. Yeah, that's that's about right. I, I prefer that. There you go. Sounds good to me. What about you guys? Speaking of orange, I found my uh I did find my Poland Springs Gatorade that I made up last week, like right before the podcast. I threw a little Gatorade packet into a bottle of water and I fucking misplaced it and ended up finding it in the bed underneath the sh- the, sh- the blankets and shit. I don't know how the fuck ended up there, but uh, I saved it just for tonight. And then when that's gone, I'll knock out a bubbly. That's last week's drink you're drinking? Yeah. Hell yeah. It's okay. I threw it in the fridge. <laughs> I, I wanted to save it. The fridge The fridge will protect it. Yeah, it's good. Nice and tart. Uh, I'm drinking a Keats, but I've got a whole cooler of water behind me, so. Nice. We're staying hydrated this week. It's Black Friday over here, boys. So it's just nothing but work, 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 work. That's this week and then next week, or are you guys? Oh, you're a week ahead, aren't you, for Thanksgiving? Or am I no, right? I'm like two months ahead for Thanksgiving. But when it comes to Black okay. Friday, everybody wants in on the money to be made, so everything launches a little early. Gotcha. That's not fun. Well, uh, I'm I'm wearing the Jefferson Deadlift shirt. If anyone's wondering, uh, just to you know, uh, I just want people to know where I was from. I am from America. I'm American. You know, we, we like Jefferson Deadlifts over here. Thomas Jefferson. I, I I don't know if we like Thomas Jefferson honestly, but we like Jefferson Deadlifts. So. What about you, Big Dave? What you got, buddy? Not good political. <laughs> so I had to I had to do a little bit of research to decide what to wear. Uh, so I went back to my my Massonomics account and I figured out which T-shirt uh, was the first one I ordered. Oh, nice! And it was this one, the Lift Hard Live Easy uh, skull with the with the beer hat. Uh, so yeah, Lift Hard Live Easy. Love it. I'm actually wondering if I have that one. I do not. It's, it's on my eventual get list. I wonder. Oh man, I need to go through all this shit. <laughs> I just have the the original lift. The uh, honestly, I had a shower right before the podcast, and I was like, "Whatever shirt fits." So it happened to be this one. The best blank, right? It's got a good blank. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I, I got out of the shower maybe about an hour ago. It was a ridiculously long day. I, I literally worked 5.30 to 6.30 p.m. 5.30 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. Got home and like I didn't have any energy to take a shower. Like I sat on the couch and ate dinner. And my wife was like, are you going to take a shower? And I was like, yeah. And then like an hour later, she's like, are you going to take a shower? I was like, yeah. And I was like, looking at the clock, it was like seven something. I was like, yeah, I really should take a shower because I got to like start getting fucking podcast ready. So here we are. Yeah, I got home from work and, uh, uh, you know, like I said, it's kind of work, work, work right now. And I guess I had phoned Morgan and just ranted for a few minutes and I got home and she was like, I built a fire, go outside. Oh, nice. So <laughs> I just sat by the fire pit for about an hour. And then I just reeked of fire and cigars. So mm-hmm. it was definitely time to come in and shower at that rate. Primal. Just got that fire, fire burning. It's my favorite thing. Sit, Sitting by the fire, smoking a cigar, a little bit of music, scrolling Discord. It's like my zone out time. Mm-hmm. I feel like that was the one thing missing from Tanner's backyard party was a fire. Uh, there wasn't a fire at all, was there? Because that's something I'm curious if he... Kind of lives in like a really nice neighborhood. They might have pretty strict regulations on fire. Uh, I only bring that up because, as everyone knows, uh, by your time that you're listening to this, it should be sold out. Currently on uh, November 16th at 8.41 p.m., last I talked to Dave, there was eight spots left, maybe seven. Uh, so that's pretty crazy considering there was 90 spots open 48 hours ago. Uh, <laughs> and Well, well, there was 89 spots open, you know, because a uh, big uh, Jack well, and Ginger. Yeah. There he is. He, uh, he he got his pre-registration. So I was pretty happy, you know. I don't know if, if anyone was paying attention, but it, it kind of looked like Joey and I both posted ours at like, you know, 11.59 that we got in. So, I mean, maybe we got a little sneaky, a little a, a little sneaky link from one of the hosts. But, uh, you know, I don't know. But I, hopefully uh, everyone else has uh, gotten signed up that wanted to. Krupak. Krupak. So you both signed up for powerlifting? Yes. No, I missed nice. out on the missed out on the strongman, but mostly because I'm not strong and I'm under 200 pounds. So some people say I'm not even a man. So definitely wasn't getting in on that one. <laughs> yes, I'm in, I'm in on strongman, uh, not power. Oh yes. What? So whoa, are you gonna like? How long is that flight? Uh, flight to flight to uh flight to the Twin Cities is like uh three or four hours. Yeah, three and a half hours, and then I'll drive from there. Outstanding. Yeah. Not too bad. Which uh which division are you in? Or are you a big guy? Or are you a big big guy? Or are you a bigger, bigger guy? However they have it worked. Uh out? I'm a big guy. Yeah. Okay. Was that the two hundred to two fifty or something? Smallest of the big guys. Yeah. Under two fifty. Gotcha. <laughs> yep. I've I've done strongman at sub two hundred and now I'm not sub two hundred. So yeah. Two thirty one class. There you yeah. go. I, I signed up for the weight class I, I I want to be in um but part of me is like fuck it just gain as much weight as possible by then like just just go hard on the protein and then do the scants thing the peanut butter and jam sandwich just three times a day just like get big <laughs> and then i started talking to morgan like the way that um some of the podcast guests talk when they're that big when they um they <laughs> <laughs> she's like don't you dare don't you dare become a heavyweight. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, it's definitely not comfortable. Uh, I'm I'm not at this weight because I enjoy it. I just uh, like food too much currently. Yeah. It's not as it kind of is what it is. But I did see that. Uh, I'm kind of excited. I, I 
you know, damager went uh, masters. So that's one less 275 submasters I got to beat to, you know, place third. So there you go. The weight class is in the jungle, right? Yeah, the master's yeah. class is in the jungle. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, well, we be we're supposed to just throw ourselves off a cliff at a certain time. Mm-hmm. We're all yeah. about the same age, right? 38, 39? Yeah, actually, yeah. yeah that'll be 30. Cusp of masters. Yeah, I got, I got, I got, I got I'll have one more season of submasters meets, and then uh, I'll be good to go. Because I, 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 the the local meets I find myself doing lately have been USAPL because it's like the only, it's the only one I don't have to drive ninety minutes to do. I can literally drive five minutes and do it. So it's like as much as I don't love deadlifting on a power bar or whatever, doing twenty four hour weigh ins, uh, and then uh, it sucks because they do a they do a morning session or an afternoon session. At least my local federate my my local meet director. So I end up not being able to lift till like two or three in the afternoon. And I'm like, I that makes such a shitty day because I, I was like, I don't, I don't want to be here till nine o'clock. I want to go home, but. Uh, Fuck, where was I going with that? Oh, uh, they don't have submasters. USAPL doesn't have submasters, so you're you're open until you're 40, and then it's 40. It's either the five year or a nine year, whatever it is, but it's like you know, masters M1, M2, whatever. But there is no submasters in USAPL, so it's like I've basically been open in that federation, even though I can be submasters in like every other federation in the world. Very I do, I do a WRPF here, and I guess I'm obviously doing XPC in the states, but me and Steve have been just dying. Because um, now the running joke in our house is that we are internationally placed uh, comp- competitive athletes, mm-hmm. and but it's like the lift hard, live easy, and, and like local meets. But like technically, we are internationally international athletes. There you go. It turns out the wives are just not that into that. They don't think it's yeah. as funny as we do. <laughs> I've never done a. I've never done a power lift. I've never done powerlifting meet, but. Uh... But in strongman, definitely, there's like a, a a stigma, right, to actually competing as a master, especially if you've like just turned forty. Mm-hmm. Is is it the same thing in in powerlifting, or or you're just automatically? Uh, with with powerlifting, uh, you can you can choose. Um, like you can basically you have to pay extra. So when you pay your hundred, yeah, anywhere well, powerlifting meets used to be seventy five bucks. Now they're one hundred twenty five bucks, and Jesus. everything in between. I think going on. I think I've even paid. Yeah, I think I've been paid one fifty for one before. But with that, that gets you entry to one division. Um, so that's either going to be open or submasters or masters or you know all this you know or uh, you know juniors and all that shit. You can pay an extra forty bucks and enter another division, and then so that basically gives you the opportunities to win medals in both classes. I don't love that just because it's like. I don't. The biggest reason I don't like that is my OCD of like open powerlifting looks weird after that because you have you have multiple entries for one meet. So like if you didn't look at it right, you'd be like, oh, this guy's done twenty meets. No, he's done like ten. So I just I don't see I don't see the point of wasting the money for it. Oh, uh, buddy, also, like, we learned on Discord today, man. This is a, this is a sport. You got to inch every little piece that you can to be the best that you can be. There is no looking down on any of it. I do agree with most of what was said in there, but the specific where, where I draw the line is like, I don't feel the need to dr- sign up for multiple divisions, but that's just the selfishness of me of like, well, if I'm submasters, I don't want you to go open and submasters and take my chance to get my fucking medal because I'm vain and I would love to still get a medal at the Little Live Easy Classic, even if I only total 1,200 pounds, but like, whatever, that would be a huge PR for me. So I'll take it. Uh, Everybody's got a line. Yeah. Uh, so speaking of lines, uh, and lines being crossed. I got a, you know, Tanner, man, what is up with the sleeves are overrated? 
Uh, not really. Uh, if you actually watch the video that came out last week, usually we're able to, I think he ended up releasing that video on Friday where they usually do it Thursday. So we didn't get to talk about it last week. So we can touch base on it real quick. Uh, did anybody get a chance to watch the sleeves is overrated from last Friday? Yep. Yep. Collection. Yep. So I think, I think, uh, my knee jerk reaction was like, I don't agree with that. That's stupid. But then like when you watch his video, he kind of like double talks his way out of it. And I'm like, okay, well, yeah, I, I can see the point of that. So good video. Uh, you know, I definitely think it's going to get some clickbait attention just because it's like people are going to be like, Hey, what, the, what, what, what? <laughs> Sleeves are not overrated, but I don't know. He did explain himself well. And I agree with like his general point. Yeah, I think it's the really the spirit of overrated, underrated, right? It's like, do I like knee sleeves versus are they are they overrated? Yeah, yeah, I I definitely wouldn't wear them if I if I didn't think I had to. Yeah, yeah. makes sense. Yeah, you know, my like I said, my MCL starts quivering when I get to a certain weight, and it's like some pressure would help. I still haven't figured it out. I think I can wear kinetic tape. Like I mean, I, look it up. Yeah, I yeah, know. I think I, the WRPF you care you can wear K tape. Uh, that is one meet director email away from having that answer for a yeah. that is in like three weeks, Joey. You might but want to send that but then I have tonight. to shave my legs and I'm not too fucking down for that <laughs> again. Yeah. Nothing <laughs> wrong with a little manscaping. <laughs> uh, then the other one that came out, yeah, the hack squad. And then yeah, that was, that was a decent one. Yeah. Especially because I have those collars. And yeah, actually, those, you have Grant's collars. Yeah. Yeah. I love those. They're fantastic. I did like, I tried them at the Lift Hard Live Easy, and I was like, okay, I'm I'm like, I'm warming up. I don't know how these work. I tried them once. So I was like, I'm good. Give me the spring collars. Like, I I don't have time to learn something right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm sure if I like had them for like a half hour, I'd be like, oh, okay, I know how to use these easy with one hand. But yeah, I did like his whole put the, you know, you, you have a plate on, you want to throw a quarter on. You, you don't have to take the, 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 the collar off. You just fucking throw the quarter on and then move the collar over. And it takes like three seconds. That I liked. My yep. favorite part about it was he didn't actually latch it all the way when he demonstrated it. So that was probably my favorite part of the video. They're actually a little difficult to use with one hand. And it's, it's okay. I guess, with my tiny baby hands. Um, because if you try and do it in like in a certain way, obviously your bar spins. Mm-hmm. So you just end up spinning the bar a little bit. And if you're like already in a headspace, it's so fucking frustrating. Right? You're just, we want to lift. We want to drop the weights. Um, yeah, but, uh, you got to use two hands to close them. Yeah, even yeah. I don't have big hands, but uh, but yeah, I need two hands. Yeah, but definitely what prefer those over the. <laughs> I prefer those over the. What did I have before? They're actually the ones I had were kind of the same thing, but they were full on round collars, mm-hmm. and they just take up too much space. All about space saving here. Well, speaking of taking up too much space, you know, I got to thank a good buddy of mine, Big Mofo. I know I, I give him hell and everyone thinks I think he takes up too much space, but he's a pretty good guy. He was one of the only person that actually reached out and offered to contribute a few bucks to the next sticker order. So thank you, Big uh, Moto. You're a good guy. Don't let it go to your head, though. Because you gave him money. Everything else, piece oh, yeah. of shit. Now you give him money, he's on your side. <laughs> no, he's he's actually, he he he, he privately DMs me like, random shit about the podcast probably more regularly than most people so he's he's uh you can tell he's a loyal listener and a, you know a good a good a good crew yeah it's good dude and all, and all he asks in return is a few pictures of your feet right yeah 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 with or without <laughs> jizz on him he's happy dude it was like that everybody has line uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i apparently i crossed it with my big toe uh did you notice the easter egg in the hack spot video did you watch that 
No, like I watched. I, I literally it was it was playing was it while I was driving home, and uh, I just kind of more listened to it than watched it, honestly. Uh, so there was a presumably a sneak peek of a of a drop. Oh, there, and it was okay. wearing their uh their their long sleeve shirt, right? It, was, it looked like a long sleeve t shirt, didn't it? With like matching on like a, the on the forearm, maybe. Yeah, and, like a pocket tee, pocket tee, uh, with yeah, some print down one arm. Gotcha. And then were they wearing what looked like Massonomics polos at their like speaking event thing, or was that did, was that someone did someone pull up an old picture? Because I, I thought that's what someone posted a picture of what looked like them in like a Massonomics polo, but it, I don't know if it was like recent or not. Kind of looked like it, but yeah, unverified reports. <laughs> yeah, I'm very curious of what all comes out next week because I would uh, definitely like to, you know, bulk up the wardrobe. I'll take a polo. That's Prime Masters marketing right there. Yeah. It did look like the, the Bench in 315 was back in stock behind him on the last podcast they were recording. So I was like, okay, if that comes out again, I'm picking that bastard up because I missed that one last time. Right, I, th- I think I missed it twice. I was, I was just like, eh, I technically don't have a 315. I don't want to own that. And then I was like, well, you know, I can hit, I, I've hit 315 with a two board and a three board. So that's close enough. Go a size high on those. Yeah, I got to go. Yeah, I'm not, I'm, yeah. Take that into consideration. That blank, the 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 printing shrinks the shirt. Gotcha. No, because there's a fair amount of print. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. More blank talk. Come on, Tanner, figure it out, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> they gotta hate that we bust their balls on that. I know. I, I know. I would. I would just be like, uh really? Like you're gonna just keep picking on my goddamn business? Thanks. Thanks, assholes. They started it. Up. They started it on table talk. Yeah, that's true. And now it's one of the funniest things going right now. I enjoy it. Uh, GGC is like in the wild swing. I think tomorrow's the last day of announcements and I still haven't won anything. Fourth year in a row. I won. <laughs> Fuck all. I won $100 from one of the uh, ambassadors, right? So Manda, Big Bad Wolf, they're one of the ambassadors for GGC. Like I think um, Manda was on their Twitch stream. Mm-hmm. I won $100 on their giveaway. And can't use it yet. So that's fun. It's a hundred dollar US visa. Mm-hmm. I have yet to find a way to use it. So aren't you literally in Buff and Niagara Falls at Target like every three months? Well it's it's online only. It's just digital. Unless I can uh, somehow type the gift card into That's annoying. Yeah. So no, it's it's really cool, but I should have just you'd have to well no, I'm trying to think- it back. Maybe you'd have to like yeah, you'd have to I uh, think I have it on my Apple wallet. I might be able to tap it in the US online order shit and then pick up or something. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. It's cool though. I won something. Yeah. Oh yeah. Four years Not... of GGC and I win something from Manda. Save it for the zoo. <laughs> I <laughs> yep. I tried to keep track of who all won from the crew, but it was like it, was like, it ended up being like seven people. So it's like if you won and you're in the Discord, congratulations. We lost track of who you are, but you <laughs> you did it. We did oh, it. another one. Big, we did big, no. Now one that I do remember is Big Jen won uh the uh the 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 the, the free photo shoot basically or the you know the photographer should have to pay the extra hundred bucks or whatever to get her pictures taken at Lipard Live Easy 2 2024. I, I think they're calling it part two. Like I think Tanner's calling it part two and then Dave's calling it 2024. So we'll see what the end up the uh the, the end title actually ends up being. But congratulations, Big Jen, on winning that. Oh yeah. Uh let's see. And then what else we got? What is this uh, bulk barn? Is that anything? (laughs) So is it? Is that you? Yeah, I added that because like, like I've been like doom scrolling on TikTok, 
And I think one of my favorite things to watch is Americans experiencing bulk barn for the first time. Um, I don't know what that is. No. So neither of you, not a clue. Oh, this is the best. So in Canada, we have a place called the bulk barn and it is quite literally a place where you just go and buy everything in bulk quantity. They got baggies, reusable containers, uh, disposable containers, but like candy, rice, laundry detergent, macaroni and cheese spices, like spices, peanut butter, soap, everything you can think of bulk barn carries. And you go in and you just scoop it into a bag and you pay by weight based on the market price of this thing. So I just, I want to hear how many of the non-Canadian crew out there have ever experienced bulk barn because watching Americans utterly lose their mind in a place like bulk barn. And it's like the prices are like cheaper or anything like that. Like a bag of M&Ms is still a bag of M&Ms. You get to control how many you get. It just seems like work though. Like, I mean, I guess if you're like particular and like, I, I want a bag and a half, not a bag. Like, yeah. like I don't know. That just seems like I gotta, gotta go in and like sanitation, like people coughing on everything. I get that it's probably like everything's covered, but you're still, everything's covered. You're still open it up and reaching in with your hand and your hand can still be touching shit. Ugh. Unless it's like the turn, the turn dial and stuff just comes out like that'd be all right. Now sticking my hand in there. The idea of bulk is yeah, it's in bulk, man. Like that's, yeah. Yeah, I, actually, I kind of think you'd enjoy it because it is you just get to dictate down to the very last ounce. Yeah, it's kind of like how a, much you're spending, like a buffet for grocery shopping kind of place. And like, yeah. I just want a little bit of this, but I want a lot of that. Yeah, I go there a lot mostly for candy, just because I don't eat a lot of candy, so I buy it in small increments. Um, but yeah, I just would love to hear it from the rest of the Discord if you've ever heard of or Google Bulk Barn and see it. Um, but just watching it on TikTok, Americans just be like, "Where am I? What is this? This is the greatest." Like, how um, big of a store is it? Is it like a huge like Costco side store? Or no, is it absolutely. Like, like, yeah, it'll be a gas station. No, uh, let's go in between. So it'll be usually okay. be a retail space, yeah. right? It's not like a, there's not a lot of standalone Bulk Barns. They're usually in like strip malls or, okay. or something like that. Oh. I've seen like health food, health food stores, like kind of have that same thing, right? Where you're mm-hmm. scooping out and doing it by, but it's like very one, one specific, you know, category of food or whatever, right? Like not just general stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Bulk barn is literally anything you can think anything. of. Right. Like you can even get vanilla beans. Uh, they're dumb expensive, but like you can get everything there. Saffron. Like one day I'll just do a video when I'm there just to send to, to post in you and you uh, and just be like, this is what I'm talking about. And I bet it blows everybody's mind. And you can eat as much as you want before you, before you check out. <laughs> you were asked not to sample. <laughs> <laughs> Random follow-up. You had mentioned strip malls and that got me thinking about like mall malls and are malls dead in Canada? Like they are in America. Like, is that, they've been like dying at this, like, dude, I mean, I guess I'm curious. What, what's your take on malls in Canada? Uh, They're doing all right specifically the ones that make sense, right? Like, so uh, I don't know if you guys have it down there. I don't spend enough time down there. So we have malls that are like destinations. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think we have one of the biggest malls in Canada out in, uh, I want to say Alberta, Uh, right? It has like a whole indoor water park. Like it's like the biggest, the mall in the world. Uh, Here in my town, we have two, uh, one is called Jackson Square or the city center. 
and it is a it, it's a dirt mall that's the there's literally a song called the dirt mall about this place and then they have lime ridge so like malls aren't dying um but they are constantly adapting okay um then like, they, go ahead i feel like like a lot of the ones around here are just like everything is closing like all your big chains have been going out and like uh more recently like there's been like hospital like 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 bigger hospitals have just been buying up spaces there for like outpatient shit and stuff. And it's just like, Jesus. or, or, I mean, at least that's the mall, like the, the one smaller mall near me. Uh, but yep. like there's still, a, there's still a big thriving mall, but it's, I don't know if it's thriving. Yeah. It's like yeah. still like it's the fancy mall and like the, you know, the rich suburb, but I still don't know anyone that goes there. What What's happening here a lot is something called super centers. Uh, and they are, um, very pedestrian unfriendly. Um, where everything is very big and far apart. So if a mall does happen to close and get demolished, they will build like a Walmart and a grocery store. And then the food court is like across the place. And there's another small strip, like even farther, but there's no sidewalks. There's no place to walk. Yeah. We got that a lot of that. Yeah. Those, I actually hate those. Cause I think if you put those in the middle of an area where it is all accessible by bike and bus and walk, and then suddenly it's like, but don't go in there. I hate I hate those places. I think those are just not good for anybody. I think that their their idea is to bring people in from outside of the community instead of rather than feed and and help the community. So I actually don't like those. But these places that are actual malls where you get to go and sit in a food court and you're inside and you get to go in there and like those hopefully keep going a little bit. And strip malls, yeah. strip malls are always going to be strip malls. Just like one little row of buildings. <laughs> With like, you just go and there's your, your yeah. rock and roll store, your incense store, and your bulk barn. Yeah, I think out here, like, uh, it's diverging, right? Like the, the regular mall, uh, by me is, uh, a lot of it's turning to housing, right? Like kind of Keith, like you said, like, uh, hospitals or housing taking up. Uh, those are like your average or trashy malls. And then, yeah. But the ones they're doing well are like the high end ones, right? The Westfield, like, uh, you know, premium, premium type, uh, stuff. Uh, yeah, those are doing pretty well. And that was mall talk. Mall segment. (laughs) Three countries explain malls. That's pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. When we we get the guests on the horn, we can ask them about UK malls maybe a little bit later. Well, uh, Anything else we want to cover in general topics here before we get a little rating? Well, just speaking of GGC, big ups to Big Matt. Oh, yeah, Big Matt S, former podcast guest uh, and host, winning uh, one of the top males. That, that's pretty cool. Good work to Matt. Yes, congratulations. One Mr. of the Matts. Sesame, I believe. I'm assuming that's who we're talking about. Yes. Gotta be. Yes. All right. So relatively you know old segment here we got going we're going to do a little rating of last week's episode we've switched this over to mass and elite ipod touches after retiring jd powers just felt that it just uh was well, it was just a little bland it, it needed a little spicing up so now we do a little mass ipod touches so big david on a scale of one to five or you know zero to five if you really didn't like it what do you think about last week's episode of the mass podcast with uh big bama burr stacy burr yeah, so I didn't know anything about about her. Um, uh, not not really a big powerlifting guy outside the outside the knowledge that I've accrued by 
by listening to the podcast. So, uh, but I did enjoy the rotisserie t- chicken talk. So mm. just based on that, uh, I guess I'll give it, you know, mean media mode, uh, five iPod touches. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I, I love a good rotisserie chicken, but I, I'm with Stacy. I'll just eat a whole one and just absentmindedly just sit there and just suddenly there's no chicken left on that thing. Um, good talk. Always down to trash Texas. Um, yeah, Stacy was really funny. Kind of caught on right away. I enjoyed that. There was one part after, after she left that I think Tanner made Tommy full on laugh out loud. And for some reason that caught me off guard and I really enjoyed hearing that. Um, so five, it's going to be five. It's going to be five iPod touches. Nice. I, uh, enjoyed it also. Uh, I think I've heard a, few, a handful of podcasts that Stacy's done. So I knew a fair amount of her and kind of follow her, uh, you know, her Instagram trajectory and seeing what she's kind of been doing after powerlifting and dabbling in bodybuilding. Well, we pretty much not dabbling, going like balls deep in <laughs> bodybuilding, you know, doing two shows in a year, just getting cut as shit. So that was pretty cool. But I think my favorite segment was there at the end when uh, Tanner was basically self-incriminating himself for not remembering something like not. So the, he was talking about a Texas power bar and like the pins that hold him in place and they're called roll pins. And like, I, <laughs> I was one of the guys in my head going, yeah, you dumb fucker. It's roll pins because he's literally like said it himself. But it was just hysterical. Uh, I really enjoyed that. And it, the funny thing is, it was the exact same night that we couldn't remember Julius Maddox's name because we were like, yeah, the, <laughs> that, that guy that wants to bench 800 pounds. I fucking met him. Like, I'm just picturing this enormous man. I was like, why can't I think of his fucking name? So it was just funny because literally like it, it would have been like within the same half hour probably because they they uh that they chose to record on our night for some reason last week so i didn't get to listen to the live recording you know sons of bitches so uh that was just funny to me that like the the similarities between our two episodes in in that manner of like us completely sh- like shitting the bed on rem- remembering like something that we actually know it was just funny so for all that you know i'll go ahead and break out the uh five ipod touches uh yeah we'll give them five it was it was exceptionally annoying because when we were talking about him i pictured him Cause at the Arnold, I fucking cheersed him. Like we had a beer together or at least a drink together. I don't know if he was drinking beer or not. And like, I heard he was going to be the first to break 800 and I was like, all right, cool. So when we were talking about him, I knew him, but I said TD smash yeah, because he was also there at the Arnold with me. Cause I spent like most of my time at the strength co booth. And so my brain just was like, couldn't tell the difference. And then, yeah, of course it was fucking Julius. He's a, big dude he's a really big dude also we can't give shit to tanner for forgetting something like roll pins and let grayson get away with forgetting hannah's birthday. <laughs> oh i've been having so much fun with that <laughs> like like and in the fact that hannah's in crew now she's doing the yeah. discord oh and i and i called like that was something that like because someone asked me like who who do you want to see join discord and i was like oh hannah because she literally gave us the most in-depth fucking like uh questionnaire response of any human in history in this podcast so like her thoroughness needs to be appreciated uh but then grayson's lack of thoroughness of a fucking <laughs> understanding a calendar and the, his fucking partner's birth date uh, but hannah said hannah going everybody wish grayson a happy birthday i want him to know because he forgot mine and we were all just like oh 
Yeah. Oh, that was good. <laughs> and I think I, I think I might have been the one that started that because I've, I've been like, uh, if you've been a guest, you've noticed like I, I've, I think I've, I've friended pretty much anyone that I can find on Facebook that's been a guest. I've tried to friend on Facebook. What the fuck is of, Facebook? I know, right? Like no one uses Facebook, but it, I've also I try to do it before the guests so I could do a little more deep diving research, which and then it helps. So, so now I'm friends with like 20 crew members on Facebook that I wasn't before the podcast, and it's actually cool because like they're I feel that they're 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 more loyally liking my shit on Facebook than anyone else, but. Uh, that's how I know that that's how I've seen a handful of birthdays. Like I wouldn't know that it was Nate's birthday a couple weeks ago or that it was Grayson's birthday last week. So then I'm, I'm able to share that on discord. And then if I hadn't done that, we wouldn't have fucking known about Grayson's complete fuck up. And it, it was hysterical. We've been busting his balls about it for a week and Hannah's in on it. And it's been amazing. It's been my, literally my highlight of discord this past week and Instagram because all oh, I've been getting in there too. We just got to get Tana to put uh, like a circle around Hannah's birthday on the next dash. Dashboard calendar, right? <laughs> calendar. So no one can forget it. That's good shit. I, I actually speaking of that, I told Tanner that um on the uh the twenty twenty four Lift Hard Live Easy meat tea, um it needs to have in memory of Brian J one zero zero eight. Rest in peace. Still trying to get him. He I actually so um somebody sent him a message inviting him to the Lift Hard Live Easy and he res- Dave, yeah. he responded. Nice. So we're just waiting on that answer. I think that's going to be the that's one of the greatest long running, um, like what do you call it? It's like not a clean joke, but like it's like a little bit of bullying, but like bullying only only in a funny way. Yeah. Where like we're not like making fun of him for him, like he just said something silly, and we just all have latched onto it. It's been it's honestly one of the funniest things that's happened. I think this year. Well, it's, it's nice when we can uh, put our energy towards people outside a crew and not like kind of bust balls too hard inside a crew. And, <laughs> you know, because there's there's enough of that we all bust balls hard, but it's yep. kind of cool. when we can see 100 people have the same agenda rather than like everyone just kind of nitpicking at each other. It's kind of fun to like be like, oh, let's fucking amass our crew and attack someone in a gently playful way. Yeah, it's like uh, there's got to be. Like a, there's probably an anime scene or something. It's just like somebody does one thing, and suddenly everybody's not paying attention. Then they're all paying attention, and they're like, "Oh, now that's our focus." That's kind of what happened there, and it's it's still great. Yeah. Well, speaking of pay attention, uh, I want everyone to go ahead and just pay attention here for our upcoming segment. We've got a uh, big Mister David, one of the Davids here, as a special ad read. He wants to read for us, and the floor is his. Yeah, so this is a a really special ad read because I absolutely just made this up myself. I did not rely on any type of AI uh, learning model for this. So, So, yeah. Are you tired of the same old lifting podcasts lacking humor and personality? Then it's time to tune into Massonomic. Starting as an audio only podcast in 2016, Massonomics has come a long way adding video episodes, and evolving into a highly entertaining lifting community. With their trademark humor and unique perspective, hosts Tanner and Tommy guide you through the world of strength sports with their guests and interviews with industry influencers. As Massonomics grew, so did their audience, resulting in the creation of their Discord community, where loyal listeners can interact and share their love of lifting. Whether you're a seasoned lifter or just starting out, Massonomics has something for everyone. Join the lifting revolution and become part of the Massonomics community today. Nice. Well done. Appreciate that, buddy. 
hundred percent created by me. No Hell AI yeah. was involved. That would be, uh, you know, that would have definitely passed the sniff test if you turn that in as like, yeah, you know, a uh, homework assignment. <laughs> yeah. Well, is it time to get the uh, kick all these looky lures out and get the guest on the horn, Joey? Oh, are there any looky lures? I, 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 you know, if anyone's asking, yeah, we we have seventeen people listening live right now, guys. <laughs> we're about to kick them all out, and you know, like like as Tommy does, we're gonna rate them as pedophiles and you know get them in trouble with with fucking Zoom. All right, that's twice today. <laughs> Big David, is that you? <laughs> Me. How you doing, guys? Can we swear on this thing? Well, Absolutely. you can you can say jizz and pedophile. Apparently, <laughs> that was a that's a that's a callback to the lives that you don't that you must not. Uh, well, it was literally said it the other day. So, no, I know, I know. What am I going to not tease you? Well, just because Tom, Tommy said I it. should. If I teased you as much as you teased <laughs> me, your feelings would be more hurt. Wait, my big brother it, said it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, there, there are there. I have no brothers in the massonomics. I only have sisters. <laughs> <laughs> All right, going, big David. First question. Yep. First question. What brings you to Massonomics? Brings me to Massonomics. So yeah, this is. I had to think pretty hard about this. I think what brings me to Massonomics is the is the algorithm. People like to complain about the algorithm, but somehow, I don't know whether it was through like researching starting string or trying to build my own uh, my own deadlifting platform. Back in, you know, 2020, peak, peak, can't go anywhere. Time, gyms are shut, but somehow I found some Massonomics content. And, uh, and yeah, uh, since that first order back in June 2020, the original lift short. So listen to all the episodes and, and yeah, all the UNU episodes, as well as, you know, being relatively active in Discord. And having a meme account. Having a meme account, kind of a kind of a a lurker, right? Yeah, having a meme account so I can uh, hide behind that to some degree. Uh, <laughs> no, but yeah, not anymore. Yeah, li- not anymore. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, like if we we're talking timeline, I guess. Uh, I guess, like I said, like uh, I only started lifting uh, because of COVID. So I think because I was. Um, because I was like researching like how to squat, how to deadlift, how to bench, right? All those things. Like I was just doing a ton of, ton of YouTube and Instagram, uh, research. Uh, and yeah, like I said, like through, I guess I found starting strength somehow. And then I don't know if it was because of the, uh, I wonder if like the rip, uh, uh, those guys were on the starting strength podcast, yeah, right? Yeah, they were, time on, around they, were, they were on they were on Ripito's podcast with their what was it dog or piss yellow or dog shit yellow yeah, shirts as he called yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so yeah, somehow I found them. Uh, yeah, I haven't looked back. That's awesome. Yeah, I kind of deep was deep driving your Instagram and like, yeah, like twenty twenty one you started, you know, repping their shit pretty pretty uh regularly. Yeah, yeah. So I kind of built uh Built the Superior Garage Gym uh, in 2020. Uh, kind of self self uh, self taught, I guess, because I couldn't go go and see anyone. Right, gyms were closed. Uh, yeah, so I had to just kind of learn learn shit. 
confession, my first my first uh, deadlift setup was using uh, fifty pound gravel bags. <clears throat> Yes. Gravel, I know, is a, yes. I know is a hot topic. Yes. Uh, I'm I'm reformed, right? I'm going to the meetings <laughs> um, now, purely on sandbags. So you're good. You're good. What are you using as a like? Like you, you like randomly had a barbell and actually just bought the sandbag. You had the gravel bags as weight, or you just well, like a, big, a big fucking stick or something? <laughs> I, th- I think I posted this on my on my Instagram uh, when when there was this, uh, you know, post your COVID lifting. Or your first your first gym equipment or something uh but yeah i'd like started this program this like uh uh i don't know like boot camp crossfit i guess style program uh in early 2020 and then when everything closed i was having to make to a home right so i got like a a wooden dowel and gravel bags and a whole nice. bunch of stuff eventually i got you know an actual barbell and actual plates and deadlift platform and eventually i got a squat rack but yeah i was just making do those first first uh couple months um yeah yeah that was 2020 and then in later in 2021 that's when i started strongman found a local strongman strongman saturday group um, i've been doing some stuff at home but I, you know i found like uh crew uh Podcast adjacent, mathematics adjacent <laughs> content, right? Starting string, Alan Thrall, Barber Medicine, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, did some strong comps in uh, 2022, went to nationals in 2022. And now I'm broken and injured and rehabbing stuff. Oh, buddy. That's not good. What, uh, what, any, anything, anything specific or just all over? Just, uh, just low back stuff. Yeah. Yeah, heavy yokes and, and feel that pain. deadlifts. Yeah, just got to really back in and build it back up slowly. Yeah, yeah. So squatting and deadlifting. It's probably just because you stopped using gravel. <laughs> Could be. Could yeah, be. it's definitely the sand that did that. Because my back is well, fine. Worth it. I have my <laughs> I have my integrity. <laughs> All uh, right. So uh, I just get it out of the way. Where are you calling us from? Uh, so I'm in California. I've been in California for uh, about seven and a half years. Mm-hmm. As you can tell from the, you know, silky smooth accent, that is not that is not <laughs> where I'm originally from. <laughs> Definitely That's not how the, Californians sound. Like I, I, the, I've never met, I've never hung out with anyone from California yeah. on a podcast. Did, I didn't you watch the the clip I posted of the Californians? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and where's the accent from? Because obviously. Everybody bothers you about the accent. Yeah. Uh, I guess I should go mo- least specific to most specific. Uh, and even I mess this up. Great Britain. No, British Isles. Great Britain, United Kingdom, England. To harken back to the par, par like, episode. Like, like Daneland. Right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like how England. specific are you going to get there? <laughs> England, yeah, Oxford, Oxford to be more even more specific. That's in Oxford. So that's is that southern? No, that's not southern. You you definitely don't have a it's southern. Like, uh, it's like central. I guess it would. It's like right in the middle. Yeah. Uh, of the at least of the the southern part. Yeah. All right. Yeah. If you were if you were like uh, if you're from England, you probably say southern. Yeah, southern, southern accent, but maybe more mid Midlands. Midland, mm-hmm. so, so Midwest. Yep. 
Mid Midwest England. Midwest England. Yeah. Midwest Europe. California's Midwest, right? You know, it's in the middle uh, of the West. Yeah. I'm kind of uh uh southeast. Well my southeast western northern California. Yep. Right. It's a picture. So that, so that's just gonna get all of the British jokes out of the way that we're gonna make at some point. I'm sure there's gonna be there's gonna be many coming up in Yeah, let's do it. What uh well just in general, you know what like what brought you to America, I guess. Like what was uh you know, you're if you're thirty eight and you've only you know, you said uh you made it over seven years, so you literally, you know, from birth to thirty ish, you were mm-hmm. not in America. So what brought you to America as a thirty year old? Uh yeah, what I mean work, a work opportunity. Um uh, the the company I was working at in the UK was acquired by an American company. Yeah, that was an opportunity. And this was pre pre kids, pre um uh pre marriage actually. Uh so yeah, me and my wife said, you know, if we don't we don't do this now and we have kids, you know, in a couple of years, we're you know, we're never gonna do it right once we have kids. So so let's take this opportunity. Yeah. Gotcha. So you're your wife and you and your wife are both British and then uh your kids are now American citizens or are you Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they were born here. They're, I guess they're oh. dual dual citizens. They have gotcha. two passports, but but yeah, and they're American. What are their accents like? Uh interesting because because uh, until they go to school, they're pretty you know, they basically share our accent, right? They're okay. mostly yeah, interacting all, with us. So they're 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 under five then, I guess it sounds like then. Yeah, my oldest is five. Um, okay. So when she started going to school, or even a little bit of preschool, she would pick up some, you know, some hard R's and some some uh, Americanisms, I guess. But then, mostly when she's around us, she she kind of switches back. Right? Kids are kids are adaptable. Mm-hmm. They 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 switch back and forth. They're they're like sponges, right? They're just absorbing what's around them. So yeah, they're pretty pretty adaptable. But yeah, she uh uh. Definitely her because she's in school five days a week. She's uh, she's sounding a lot more American than she used to. Yeah, <laughs> but is she spelling everything wrong, like Americans do? She is, and I'm yeah. resigned even to spelling things wrong. My spell check is in American English. Fuck, uh, so was mine. It's the worst. I've had to train it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like it's my U's, nice. but yeah, you I've sure you want to put a U in color? And shut up, Siri. Of course I do. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, we're just checking notes here. There's there's a lot of this that happens. Like we just kind of just like both of us zone out for a second. It's like nothing uh resonates into the next one. So so being here for seven years, if you guys uh you it's just you, your wife and your kids, then if you, I mean so no no family over here yet. So that's that's gotta be tough too. When you guys like, you know, want to go home for the holidays, can you even like justify going once a year? Or is that kind of like every couple years you kind of make a, the flight home? That's got to be like literal thousands and thousands of dollars to take a family across the ocean. I'd imagine, right? Yeah, you. I feel like uh, it used to be manageable, and we used to uh, pre-COVID. We we went back probably two times a year, right? Like a summer and a and a winter trip. But I guess with everything going on, you know, the 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 flight prices have definitely gone up. That's definitely true. So yeah, uh, definitely re- uh, raining it back to to once a year now. Yeah, yeah, once a year. It's, uh, Sierra is enough. Yeah. It's really and, tough with kids. And you couldn't have got farther than California. Yeah. 
Yeah, right? like that's true. Florida might have made sense. Like it's a bit of a slighter, smaller flight, but no, we're gonna go. Yeah. How exactly far away can we get before flying over the top of the world makes more sense? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, eleven hours. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. fuck that! It's a, it's a long way. Makes the flight to Western Northeast South Dakota seem short by comparison. So silver lining. Nice. So I got a random question here. So, what's your take on the office versus the British office? Ooh. Do I have my druthers? Yeah, I mean, this go- isn't. We could go pretty late. So, yeah. so um, you like two minute cap. <laughs> two minute cap. Okay. Okay. So, uh, you probably noticed in the Discord, I, I, uh, I'll try and shoehorn a US office reference in anytime, anytime I can. I think, I think it must be a David thing because I feel like, <laughs> I feel like, uh, big other David does exactly the same thing. He has some good offer, office references. I'm still not sure if there's more than one David. I'm honestly not. Can, you know, I have not confirmed there's more than one David. Yeah, that would be interesting if I showed up again, right? Next, uh, on the next yes, David yes. episode. Yeah, we, we do have another David scheduled in a couple of weeks. I'm curious yeah. if, your, if it's, it's one of your burner accounts, would be so annoyed. But, um, you know, never seen us both in the same room, right? At the same time. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, so when, when the British office came out and I was, uh, was I like 15? I used to work in like a, basically like a Menards equivalent, it sounds like. And me and a couple of others would like quote that, quote that thing all the time, right? Pre-internet, pre-memes, you know, all you do is quote, quote stuff to your friends from memory. Uh, so I used to love that. And when the US office first came out, I did not, I did not like it, right? Like I said, it's not as good. It's, you know, it's like a, I don't know, a dumbing down, uh, of the British version, which was really short, right? It had six episodes, six episodes, and then two christmas specials i think so you could you could binge that thing in like you know six 30 minute episodes right so you could binge that thing in a day easy um but it was kind of like groundbreaking i guess right that kind of mockumentary style was was you know not not definitely not the first to do it but but uh it did it really well uh but then when i not even when i moved to the u.s but certainly when i started working a lot over here traveling to work over here i kind of I started watching it more and I got the, I got the concepts and some of the, some of the references that I didn't get before. And, and yeah, now I, now I like it, but they're very different, very different, mm-hmm. uh, shows, right? Like one is really short and maybe, um, you know, the British office is kind of really short and, and kind of like, uh, you know, critically good. But if I'm going to put something on in the background, uh, and, and watch it over and over, right. I'm going to, you know, 200 episodes of the U S office. Uh, yeah, they're great, but they're very different. Very mm-hmm. different. I've well, I've seen actually a play-by-play of the first episodes of each, and those mm-hmm. were almost the same. Yeah, I think and, that's the mistake that that a lot of people make. Right, that first season of the U.S. Office is they tried to do like a shot-for-shot remake yeah, of the yeah. of the British one, and it wasn't. Uh, it, it didn't translate as soon as they started making it into its own thing and making the characters into their own things instead yeah. of a copy. Uh, then it got better. So yeah, season one, you know, wasn't good. Season, season two and three were probably the best. And then it, then it tails off, right? The, the quality, you know, especially after Steve Burrell left. 
Yeah, and then what's your? Uh, I know you're not a big Will Will Ferrell guy, right, Keith? But oh, what about Steve Carell <laughs> over under? Give me a Ricky Gervais over Steve Carell 100 percent of the time, every day, all day. What? It's a hot take. Yeah, yeah. Name three shows Ricky Gervais has been in. I could name fucking two that Steve Carell's been in. So <laughs> I can name I can name two that I could. So Steve Carell or uh, fucking Ricky Gervais. Uh, the really depressing one that's on Netflix. I can't think of what the fuck's the name of it. Where his yep. wife died. Uh, the fuck is the name of that? I watch. I literally I'm up to date on it. I just can't think of the name of it. But uh, I know that, you're talking then, about something uh, about that, life. Something like yeah. afterlife. Yeah, afterlife. Afterlife. Yeah, yeah, I think it is after. Yep, afterlife. Afterlife. That's a fucking like you'll laugh and cry. Just honestly, it's just like last week's episode. You fucking laugh, you cry, you laugh. <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's but, good. Uh, that's a good I show. Know. I just I don't, I don't I don't like Steve Carell. Honestly, I do not like Michael Scott as a character. He's the worst part of the show, and that is going to be that's going to get me roasted and I'll be the hot take of the night. But mm-hmm. he is the worst part of the fucking show, in my opinion. Yeah, I'll have your back on that one. Actually, I I just don't watch The Office. It's too much cringe humor, and I'm not into that kind of. Well, I don't still like the the mockumentary thing in general. I've just never really enjoyed, like when they're interviewing them off to the side. Like why? What is ultimately? What is this documentary for? I just never understood it. I, I, like at least Spinal Tap made sense because it's like we're making a movie about our band, but then suddenly it's like no, we are suddenly interviewing all of these weirdos in Scranton, and like they're important people, and we're gonna do it for like nine fucking seasons. And it's just there's just a limit to my suspension of disbelief of watching that kind of comedy. But again, yeah, yeah, me and Keith are the bad guys because we say things like that. I just don't, I don't get it. I understand why other people get it because Parks and Rec can make me laugh. I love Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec is so superior yeah. to The Office. Aspects of that will make me laugh, but The Office, the cold open will make me laugh, and then I won't laugh again for the entire episode. Yeah, I, I can see that perspective. I think I'm more of a over a nose breath guy, right? Like I, I like the cringe, <laughs> the cringe humor, mm. uh, like a little nose breath rather than a full on, you know, lol, ha ha. Oh. Uh, yeah. yeah. That, uh, but I can see that. I can see that perspective. When it, when it comes to like Shorzy and Letterkenny, like I will full on belly laugh. I'll have to pause it. Cause I'm laughing so hard. That's funny quality. Fuck. Even super troopers gets me like that sometimes. Uh, still. Yeah, I think the mockumentary style is like a, you know, it's like a, a a reaction to the to the laughter track sitcom traditional mm-hmm. style, right? The Friends and the, the three camera the bullshit. Thing, yeah, yeah, like the things that were popular in the mid late nineties or even you know much much before, right? So it's just like a, a rebellion, right, against the status quo, I guess, of of comedies, right? Uh, you get those things, that, you know, the challenge the challenge the status quo right um yeah i like them uh you know i like borat and maybe <laughs> bruno to a lesser extent but yeah yeah good example uh, well speaking of bruno i do want to give a quick update we had we had planned to have a uh, big matt on for a uh you know a, a special little segment you got you and him we're going to talk about strongman i wanted to give him a little platform because i know you guys are both mm-hmm. strongman buffs but uh you know once he uh you know Basically, once he kind of realized where you were from, he said that he had to go ahead and just decline just because your heritage specifically. And he really wanted me to sell that to you. So sorry, uh, he will not be joining us tonight. He, he was worried you're going to tax his tea for some reason in 2023. That's still a thing he's worried about. Yeah, 
Yeah, we, we we love to tax. We love to tax. Um, I'm glad I'm glad you uh, associate him with Bruno and not not Bora. So that, that's good. I think he's going to enjoy that. <laughs> I've never seen it either, so I don't know. I don't know. No, those, do you get? Do, do I look like a? Do, after listening to the way I talk about movies, those seem like movies I would watch. They are, <laughs> but is they I, are not. I, I, I'm thinking of like the trailers. Bruno, uh, is it Bruno the one that came afterwards? I don't. Know, I, I, what's the Bruno came after? Yeah, yeah. 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 I, 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 a big difference. I know the Borat character is just the douche. There's, like, there's full frontal male nudity in both. So, okay. so well, you know, mean, that's good. After after staying at the same hotel with Matt, I already got that. I don't need that again. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh you should watch them both and give us your birthday. Okay, I'm back. I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna guess I'd say I'd probably give it a three and a four at best. So mm-hmm. I think I'll pass. I think well, I'll I, pass. That comment fucking broke me. I had to mute my microphone. I was laughing so hard. I think I woke the kids up. Uh, oh, that's, that's good stuff. Because he tries so hard to be Borat and then to just pull out that I'm glad you associated him with Bruno. Which is the gayest character in the world? <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, so it was a, uh, it was a, it was a unbeknownst uh, chirp. That makes me even happier. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It was, a, it was an indirect. Yeah, un- un- and Dave caught uh, it. Dave caught it and uh, slightly just, uh, just like, just took the uh, shank and broke the blade off. That's good mm-hmm. stuff. That makes me happy. <laughs> I have been. Uh, I, I every in the last couple of days I've been trying to respond to anything he says with the uh, the zebra emoji just because his pants and uh, I don't I don't know if he's, he's he enjoys that or not but uh, I'm hoping it's supposed to be a dig but if it's not coming off as a dig it's not really worth it but I don't know. <laughs> zebra or zebra, Joey? Zebra. Can we, can so interestingly, rank? it's zebra, but sometimes I'll say huh. zebra to mess with people. Huh? Okay, I'm outnumbered yeah. in that in that regard. Then yeah, I I I do. I think we've already stopped. I just say things weird just to mess with humans. Right? Like zebra is one of those ones where I'll just say it and my son will go, like, why? Like it's zebra. And I'm like, no, it's zebra. Yeah, I tried to teach my I tried not to use uh too much of the the British English with my kids so that they're not like uh what was that character in South Park, the British kid that gets bullet like Pip or something? Uh, you remember that? So yeah, so they're not like the British kid in the American school that's getting <laughs> getting bullied for the way they talk because they say zebra and zed and stuff. So, yeah, yeah I, I guess. But here in Canada, no, it's still the same. Half the Canadians want to be Americans here anyway. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay, this is a fun one. So you were rock climbing in Corsica. Oof. Uh, and I think it, this is a Paul Floss kind of story, is it? <laughs> Floss story, maybe. Uh, that was like, I don't know, 2010? I'm pretty far back. It's probably when I was most active on Facebook, at least. Uh, yeah, so prior to getting to Strongman and moving rocks relative to myself, I moved myself relative to rocks, mm-hmm. right? It's all about perspective. Uh, so yeah, I was, I was into rock climbing kind of, uh, in my teens and, and even, uh, yeah, late twenties. Yeah. I did some fun, fun trips, uh, memorable trips, but yeah, not in the last, uh, that was, yeah. Was that 13 years ago and probably 60 pounds ago? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Until, uh, well, interestingly, until I moved to the U.S., I was 
it's pretty lean. It's pretty light. Something about moving to the U.S. made me gain weight. I don't know. <laughs> Shock. Um, yeah. But most specifically, it says to ask you about your pooping story that happened while you were rock climbing in Corsica. And then that I also, you have a ton yeah. of fun pooping stories. Yes. Uh, and that we haven't had enough of these since Tyler left. I had, I had three people to ask me to, to ask about your pooping stories. Legitimately. Oh, man. So I know the I know the course I know the Corsica one. I can't think of any others, but I'll do the Corsica one and see if see if something flashes back. Wait, 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 try and like stop short of gag worthy. Uh, it's not gag worthy. <laughs> right. I mean, it's gag worthy for me, but but yeah, it's not disgusting. Uh, so uh, Corsica is like an island off of France, right? Uh, so so we go to this island, right? It's not uh, it's not it's not small island right but it's but not a lot of people around we get up really early to get to this uh really cool rock climbing location right we have to we have to drive there at, i don't know 6 a.m or something um we start walking up to the to the start of the rock climb right which is maybe i don't know it takes us 20 minutes or 30 minutes right it's not a short walk uh still early in the morning no one around. Haven't seen anyone all day. Uh, and we get to the base of the rock and we're, we're like ready to start. Right. We go like year out. And I like, you know, first thing in the morning, I've had some coffee. I got a poop. Right. But we're on the side of this side of this mountain and it's really just like a fire road. Right. There's no, there's no sides. Right. It's either rock on one side or a sheer drop on the other side. And it's just a fire road going up the mountain. So I like, I like think, where am I going to poop? Uh, so I like walk hundred yards up, up the way, still haven't seen anyone. And there's just nowhere to poop, right? There's like a foot, a foot of grass either side of this fire road. I haven't seen anyone, you know. Okay, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna squat down, you know, walk away from my my group and and you know, find a piece of grass to poop in. Uh, you know, I squat down, you know, things are things are starting, things are moving. Uh and of course then, you know, there's a group of Large group of hikers come by, probably German. Let's say they're German for the sake of sake of the story. And I'm mid, I'm mid poop, right? There's no going back. I can't suck that thing back up inside and pretend <laughs> I was I was just, you know, looking at grass or something. Uh I just gotta keep pooping, right? And there's nowhere to there's nowhere to hide. <laughs> so yeah, this group of I don't know, I forget, I can embellish, right? So let's say it was 30 people. I don't know. <laughs> it's a long time ago. Uh, but I'm just making eye contact with them. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, it's hide. What can I do? Just yell Shizer and hope yep. they run faster. <laughs> yeah. Once you started, there's not really any, any stopping midstream. Right? Oh. Uh, yeah. That's, that's, that's my course just, poop story. And they just proceeded to walk by you and kind of, they just, I mean, bust your balls or. Yeah, no, they just dirty, just dirty looks. I mean, if they were German, they probably, probably used to that kind of thing, right? That's a big thing. Just, just everybody poops, relax. Oh, Even my yeah. kids know that. I was waiting <laughs> yeah. for him to say that he like was like so close to the edge that he shit off the edge and I, like I felt. That's like what I was hoping happened. Yeah, I was like, no. that would be great. And he's like, I no. wanted to hide, so I just I held myself over the edge and no, it's just the just not seeing anyone the whole time. As soon as. Soon as things start moving, right? That's when a ton of people show up. Uh, and yeah, just me making contact and just having nowhere to go. Eye contact, and <laughs> just keep, keep going. 
oh, that uh, was, was was fun, fun time. Yeah, that was that was gross. I'm glad we heard that. I enjoyed it. I'm <laughs> glad your your friend and your wife both wanted us to know that specifically. Uh, mm-hmm. But one one of them, I can't remember, it was your wife or your friend specifically said like multiple poo stories. So that is hysterical that your friends is, or your your friends or your partner see that you have multiple poo stories and you're just drawing a blank. So I'm very curious. Uh, but, yeah. yeah, that's okay. that is kind of amusing. Now you have to ask them about your poop stories, yeah. which is yeah. not awkward yeah. at all. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Uh, I was scouring your Facebook a little bit. and I saw some pictures from your uh, I, I, uh, from your mountain climbing trip. Thankfully, you didn't post yourself shitting, but you did post yourself. Uh, actually, no, sorry. This was after one of your bike rides where you took a big fucking dive. And you're like one of your pictures is literally just like your, your ass just completely bruised up. That had to hurt from what I saw. That's not I would not want to bruise there. Yeah, that was in my uh, road cycling, like triathlon uh, era, I guess. That was, uh, when was that? That was probably after rock climbing. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I used to, used to run and reluctantly swim and, and, uh, and, and bike a lot. And that specific time I remember, uh, it was, it was January. So it was January in the, in the UK. And I went around this corner and there was some ice on the corner, probably some, or some diesel or something, right? Something. There wasn't something, shit. It could have been shit. Uh, and yeah, just wiped out, uh, had, had some, some road rash on the butt. And I guess I was young enough to just post that to Facebook and yes, have removed it. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is still there, uh, like 17 years later, I believe, or whatever it was. There we it was go. 2008 or something. Uh, speaking of, like, spe- speaking of spinning out, uh, as, as someone from the UK, I'm just gonna, is UK the pro- if I just say UK, is that proper or should I say? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that's fine. As someone from UK, like, uh, in in America, there are some 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 different takes on what they call, you know, taking your car and driving in a circle really really fast and spinning the tires. I call it a donut. Tanner calls it whipping a shitty. I think it's more of a Midwest thing. They call it whipping shitties because no one mm-hmm. that I know and no one that I've ever grown up with or lived around has even heard of whipping a shitty. Is give me your take on whipping shitties, donuts, or what do you guys call them over there where you're from? Where you work? Yes. It's donuts. I've never, I've never yeah. heard of, never heard of whipping shitties. I mean, I guess maybe you guys spell donut D O N U T, right? Like we, yeah. we spell it D O U G H N U T, right? Add, add all those extra letters in for no reason. So yeah, that's the only difference. Yeah, it's donuts. I've never heard of whipping shitties before that. Yeah, not, the, until the, not the until podcast. the podcast. Same, and that, but they seem to think it's a very like that. It's, a, I mean, I. I, I think I said it once in a conversation now, like just to see if I could catch anyone to see if anyone, and they were like, wait, what? And I was like, yeah, that's something I heard someone say, but yeah, I, I meant donut. And they're like, oh yeah, I did. Yes. I know what you mean. So it's good to know. Good to know. So triathlons, biking, is there anything that, is there anything you kind of got into and like, didn't go all, all, all in on like any of your like athletic hobbies, anything you kind of dabbled with and just like, yeah, I did this for a month. It sucked. I'm done. Because it seems like you've kind of went pretty hard on everything you've done. Yeah, I guess I'm not very good at everything I've done. But yeah, you're right. I kind of uh, gone hard. Like if I get into something, me me and my friend joke, like if I get into something, like I buy all the equipment, right? Like I buy all the shit. Once I've got everything, I stop doing it, right? Like <laughs> I buy a nice bike. I get all the stuff, right? Uh, and then once I get all the stuff, I'm like, uh, actually, I'm going to try something else. Yeah. Well, we did it. Uh, yep. <laughs> we got everything we needed. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm trying not to do that with, with lifting and strongman and maybe even powerlifting uh, one day. Uh, but yeah, we're only, we're only about three years in, so still time, still time to change again. How was moving as far as like the logistics of, I mean, so I guess you were 30, you were, you were married, but you didn't have kids, but you had to have, did you guys have a house or were you renting? Like how was, uh, how much yeah. shit did you bring over here and how much shit did you just have to let go of? And like, what'd you have to rebuy? Like, I just, I couldn't imagine moving that far away and being like, I have to fly or, or, or fucking like barge or, you know, put on a ship and do a shipping container if I want any of this shit to come with me. Yeah. That, that was like part of the reason why we, we did it right we um you know took the opportunity when we could when we were 30 because we mm-hmm. we we had a house uh we owned a house uh but we didn't have a ton of stuff that we were attached to so so we came over here with um i think like six six suitcases right we got oh, a, wow. extra baggage but but that was it right it was just clothes uh, clothes and that was pretty it um yeah, we stored a lot of stuff and eventually we sold sold the house when we when we bought a house here in California. So so yeah, we in terms of stuff, we started again. Yeah. Complete complete redo. Mm-hmm. That'd be kinda of, that'd be kinda of nice. Like as I have so much like I moved when I was I think I moved when I was like I basically yeah, yeah. We 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 moved I moved to, I lived in an apartment for a few years and then we moved we've been here for like twelve years, so like I, I still have shit. I still have a couple things in boxes that I don't think I've ever like touched, but like, it's like a, it's like a memorabilia box that like my mom gave me fucking when I moved out of the house. And it's like, I can't throw any of that away or I mean, I can't throw some of it away, but like, I like just random shit like that. But like, I wish I could get rid of this, but it's like memories and all that. But uh, yeah, stuff, kinda, stuff like that is still, still in England with, with, you know, various family members have gotcha, you know, a box gotcha. or two, like some, some crap you don't actually need, but you also can't get rid of uh, yeah, for think, whatever think, reason. I think everyone's yeah. got some of those, yeah. Yeah, I like I like to get rid of stuff. I like to purge. Yeah, me too. Yes. I'm the, I just toss everything. My wife hates it. If it's been on the floor for more than two days, it's garbage. Yeah, that's my Things rule. You end up end up owning you, right? Yep. If you if you can step over it more than a couple times, then it must not be important. I'm throwing it out, mm-hmm. and it's it's actually the worst. She hates it so much. <laughs> I was like, what's yep. that? Your your wallet? Pick it up or I'm throwing it. Like, I'm such a, that's how I am. Mm-hmm. Every time we move to, I just toss so much shit. That's how you gotta be. Speaking of things you no longer have, what's one thing you, you wish you, you, you know, you you could have had? What's, what's the one piece of Mastermind merch that you didn't get a chance to buy? Ooh, that's a good one. I didn't, I didn't think about this one. Yeah, uh, it's, the first, it's the first time we've ever asked it. I especially came up with for it for uh, one of the Davids. Yeah, um, I guess for completeness, uh, lift shorts too, right? Mm-hmm. I have, uh, mm-hmm. have lift shorts one, have blue lift shorts, have deadlifter shorts, have, uh, uh, have lift shorts three. I even have a special set of lift shorts three, one of the early samples, uh, that I got for, uh, Tenor sent me, but yeah, no lift shorts too. Who was that? What was his name? No, just the way you said it. I oh, one, if I heard it. Did you, one of did the you hosts. say Tanner? No, 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 no. Like, yeah. Well, that's a that, that's oh. a bit we've kind of let go almost. Uh, did you say Tanner? Like, was was it was it? Did I did I hear that right? Or was I, I said mis- Tanner. Oh, okay, I just I now, I'm, now I'm now I'm uh, overly pronouncing it. I'm, I'm overthinking it. So I could have now now okay. So 
I know UK and fucking Ireland are not the same locations, but oh, here is we go. Tan- is, is, Tanner, <laughs> is, is Tanner a name over there? That was a good face. That was a good face. <laughs> no, no. Tanner, well, Tanner's not a name. Uh, or it wasn't a name for me. <laughs> that, me is a, up. Am, that is a fucking. That, that's Tanner's a not a name. Tanner's not a name. Yep. yep. No, that's going to be a, that's no. gonna be a story. Uh, maybe it is now. Like I don't know. Maybe maybe in 2023, people are naming their kids all sorts of crazy stuff. Uh, but yeah, Tanner's not a name in the UK. Actually, it, it's funny. I saw again this random TikTok, and I meant to send it to the guys, and it was just like um, like the whitest names you've ever heard. And the one guy was like Tanner, and he's like, "But every Tanner I've ever met is fucking jacked." Like you've never met a small tanner. They're all giant buff dudes. And then I was like, I've only ever met two. And yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I can't um, think of another one I've met. Yeah. So so like it it is in the notes here. Uh, and you've already kind of brought it up. The pronunciation differences. Oh. Um, what are some of your favorites? Because I know I've seen some of your memes where you you know kind of poke at us here. Uh, what are some of your favorites? The the differences between how I, you, or Keith would say things. Ooh, that's a good one. Well, I mask this, but uh, garage, garage gym. Uh, in in England, at least where I'm from, we'd say garage. Yeah, garage gym. Yeah, that's way fucking out there. Yeah, it's yeah. like IDGE or something. Right? Garage. garage. It's like porridge. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, barrage, barrage. No, and that makes sense. Because Garage, uh, there's a movie up here. Uh, I don't know if you you probably haven't seen it. It's called Good Cop, Bon Cop. And the one French guy, he says, like, the the word tattoo. It has three T's, one A, and two O's. But we, in, like, English for some reason, focus on the A. It's a tattoo. And, and so he's, like, he's constantly mocking them. They're like, they're like, oh yeah, I guess it's this person tattoo because it's tattoo. Like there's so many other letters in it. So I can see how garage would make sense. Cause like, why are you focusing on that one last A fucking G? And there's so many other more prominent letters in there. That makes sense to me. Is there any other ones? Uh, yeah, I feel like I've, I feel like I've uh, uh, I've learned to to say it wrong so so much that I uh, <laughs> uh, I've lost lost my identity. Uh, yeah, I can't think of any off the top. Uh, that, that's the big one, right? That's the that's the Masonomics adjacent one, right? No, that's versus... Somebody told me to bring that up too. Somebody uh, said to make sure we bring up your pronunciation in UK versus US. Mm. Um, no, that, that's fine. Uh, Syracote. Cody. <laughs> yeah, I never, I never, never heard that before. Like I see it, saw it written down a lot of times, and I, I, I thought uh, Saracote or something. Yeah, uh, but, but yeah, <laughs> makes more sense when you actually think about it. Uh, how most people say it. That's funny that we've covered that one a lot. So I, I think I get an F for podcast uh, preparation because I did not know that you ran that meme account somehow, even though the fucking the profile picture is your other profile picture. Like, uh, yes. How did I fucking uh-huh. miss hey, that? Like, hey, I did here, something. Here I, here I am fucking spending like hours putting this shit together. 
and like scrolling through your goddamn Facebook and Instagram where you only have like 20 uh-huh. posts, but you have literally have like 20 Instagram posts. So there's like, I couldn't get anything from it. And then you have this fucking meme account that I didn't piece together with you. You fuck. So that yeah, makes that me thing, feel like I, yeah, I was going to say like, I, I, I dropped the ball on that one. That thing rips us apart all the time. I found out who oh, I was great. as soon as I could. I interact with it. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's on me. And there's, there's so many goddamn meme accounts and there's so many goddamn people that have like Instagrams that aren't their names. And I'm trying to keep track of everybody. And it's like, especially with the, the influx this last couple of weeks of people trying to get on the lift hard, live easy. There's just been like, you know, that's why I, I put that up on Instagram too. I was like, if your crew, like, let me know. Like, I don't, if, if, if we only have one or two mutuals, I'm, I'm probably not going to follow you back. Like, especially if it's like one specific person. Cause you're just like, right. like I'm sorry, but I'm not going to follow back like a previous guest, like friend that gave me information. Cause then I was like, I don't, I don't know. I just want, I don't want to follow just crew specifically. So uh, yeah, there's probably some crew out there that, you know, follow us. And I just, I didn't get a chance to follow them back cause they just didn't have enough mutuals. So if that's you, mm-hmm. let me know, let me know. It is it is really weird and and you know because Dave's on it I guess you've already heard me talk about it it's weird to be a meme. It's <laughs> it's kind of genuinely weird to open Instagram, get a tag and see your face. I love uh-huh. it. I know it, it so is. Happy. It's hilarious and but it's like I think I think Morgan said to me the other day she's like D- is that where you thought you would end up when <laughs> you like kind of joined Massonomics? I was like no. Not at all, but like, it's great. It's fun. I'm glad people are paying attention because like we do this for the whole crew, right? So it it is really fun, but you are responsible for some of that. The fuck am I looking at now? <laughs> the, the, I always, I always get a kick out of it. It's like the most random shit that people like pick up on, and like, <laughs> like, like, like the threads that they pull of like one offhanded thing you say. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's kind of funny, but I didn't like, I don't even remember saying that. Like there's been ones that I'm like, I really got to remember what the, what's that reference? It's like, a, it's like a compulsion, right? Like <laughs> you hear something, it triggers this thought, this would be a great meme. And, and like most of the time I have to do it like immediately, right? Mm-hmm. I can't even like make a note of it and do it later because it won't be as funny. I have to make that meme immediately. I've done that on uh, this podcast. Fraction itch. Yeah. Right. Like I've I've heard something and been like just everybody shut up I'm making something like <laughs> Yeah. Uh yeah, it's really hard. You just got to you just got to get it out. Scratch that itch. Yeah, I make like, I don't know, a couple memes a week at most and I don't know how some guys like blowing out a couple a couple a day. That's that's a bit much for me. I I'm too busy. <laughs> too, so I'm too what, tired. So like podcast memes are one thing. Gym memes are easy. Here's what you got to do. Mm-hmm. Get cap cut, find whatever little template is working, and then just make the same meme, but it's like change the wording slightly. And that's just what I've noticed. I almost made a meme about it last week, but it's just like, um, like whenever a trending template is working, here's all of the gym memes coming to say the same thing in slightly different words. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Or just copy massonomics. Yeah, it's a bit like it's a bit like podcasts, I guess, right? Like it's easy it's easy to do it when you have an idea, right? I've been trying to do one every day, and that's really hard. Right. Like yeah. it's it's hard to be consistent. Like like you guys doing it every week and the guys, you know, much more much further ahead, right? Actually having the motivation and a couple episodes. Yeah. I mean, but I mean we're on episode eighty two. We're fucking right there, you know, we're right behind them. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, we, don't, we don't have much. We don't have as much money behind us as they do. So, yeah, no, so we're doing our best with our our little budget. I don't even post on Instagram once a week. I, I saw that the other day. I said right. to Morgan, I was like, I haven't posted in a week and a half. How do I still have any followers? Like, I don't understand. And that's when I posted the rock lift thing. But like to do once or twice a day, like Tanner does, or once a day, like you do. I, who's got the time? I don't. I don't. I got four accounts. It sucks. <laughs> you got you got one and maybe two and a half accounts. True. I got a couple. I got a. I got a three and a half, maybe. I do like how the transition of me running unpaid and underrated to you fully running it <laughs> and me never looking at it. You're allowed to help, buddy. Like, feel free to tag and jump back in at oh. any point. Just I know, and, but every time I do, I'm just like, no shit, he's going to want to see that message. I don't want to leave it the on The message is hard. Like, I mean, that's what's tricky. It's like what almost, like I almost, like one person almost needs to do the messaging and then they have like, like just get on and post stories and like reels and posts. But like doing the messaging is tricky because I coordinate, I, I do the, I'd lost schedule a lot of shit through that. So if I you know. see it and then it goes unseen to me, that's why I was, I was initially only. That's what I'm nervous about. Personal. Yeah. I mean, I can go back to scheduling solely for my personal. And if you wanted to like tag, jump back in, because I got, I got nothing but fucking, uh, yes, share yep, the duties more. I would be for the next that. for the next two weeks. No. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah I'm working ten hour shifts, staring at a computer screen, not my phone. But yeah, going further. I'm just gonna start reposting, uh, you know, David's memes, and you know, do it. You know, slightly changing them. You know, he's one of our unpaid. He's uh, one of our bit. unpaid interns. Are my uh, now, I guess when I just post a picture of like the guest with the host and like put our faces in, people still find that funny. Like I'm gonna keep doing it, like no matter what if they do or not. But like, is it old yet? Like I, I don't know what else I can do. Like, like Jen's was really it's, funny. It's relevant. Oh yeah, because like I got yeah. <laughs> that's maybe maybe that's what I'll do. I, I might kind of like get away. I mean, it, it it's cool when I can like you know tag the the, the sister podcast and all of it too. But getting like deep dive in Jen's Facebook, or actually it was Jen's husband's Facebook because I had a message. It was funny, Jen. Uh, like the three or four people she had me message was all Facebook Messenger. It was actually I think the first time I talked to someone on Facebook Messenger for the podcast, and it was like everyone. Uh, and then like, I was able to link to her her husband's profile. I was like, all right, let's pick, find pictures of Jen, like 2011. It was like, you know, and I so I I made an initial one that I shared just with uh, Joey and uh, Nate and I's uh, group chat. And she and then and then I shared it with Jen and I was like, can I post this? And she was like, I, I, I hate how I look in that. And then like she found me a different one. And then I had to make I made it again. And the one she found was actually better because it was just like it was just the 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 the, the face that I put my the body that I put my face on was like more like obvious a child it was just really funny I so, really did that so for the next one just put david's face on jen's face <laughs> in that same photo go. and repost <laughs> that, that. yeah we'll have to do that yeah well, but it's david like a did. layer of funny like to me that would be yeah david can do that for me and then i'll repost it i like that so yeah. uh, have you guys noticed that ryan's here i i don't have zoom I, I only have our screens up i don't i have to like go really deep dive let's get him on yeah, one of the one of the Ryan's has been. Here I want to like, ask how his injuries are going. <laughs> he's been, I don't know. He's been here for like half an hour of this. Yeah, I'm curious if he just like opens it up and like because usually right now because us talking to him, if he was paying attention, he would text something. The fact that he hasn't texted something, I want to say it's it's idle or it's a, like it'd be funny if like the phone's across the room and he's listening to it in his headphones and he can't get to it and he's like he's 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 running over to his phone and he actually falls and hurts himself. Or he's or he's pooping. Yeah, 
He's probably uh, cleaning up his garage, right? It's very clean. Oh, Jesus, it fucking better be. That gave me anxiety, those pictures. Like, it, it, it made me fucking, like, want to hurl. I was like, oh, my God, that's a gym. Get this shit out of there. What the fuck? Like, stop. So, Use da- it. David, your deadlift platform. Gym or... Gir- or, uh, or So, garage or basement? Garage. Yeah, garage? no basements. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he got that in in the beginning as a little dig at me, a fucker. <laughs> but yeah. I, do you guys... In, in California, is basements even a thing, though? Like, I don't... Do no. That. Yeah, no, so it's, 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 it's moot at that point, you know? <laughs> It's a yep. it's a non-starter. You gotta have what you gotta have. Mm-hmm. That's yep. funny. I've, I've been to California, and that never occurred to me. There's a lot of like like I like I have friends in the Midwest that like don't have basements. So, like they basically like, do you mean like a, a tornado shelter? And I'm like, no, like a basement. And they're like, well, I have like this little four foot thing, but it's not like a real. I can't do anything with it. Okay, no, not that. <laughs> like a literal basement. It's uh, they're just not common in a lot of places. It's, it's just strange to me because I've I've never not had a base. I've never lived in a house without a basement like in my entire life. So, yeah, even in the in the UK, they're not they're not common, right? Some some era, I guess, have them or some cities, but yeah, not not widespread. Okay, so you have your home gym, and how many mm-hmm. memberships do you have to other gyms? <laughs> how many memberships do i have to other gyms yeah good question uh stop keeping track shut up <laughs> yeah do you have enough, do well, you have enough hands and toes i guess we hear it's a lot three three mm. other gyms so uh, uh a real a real gym i guess a commercial gym for the times that the real gym is closed or mm-hmm. in, like like i'm doing right now right using a lot of machines uh because working around rehab stuff mm-hmm. so that's two real gyms and then the third membership isn't really a gym membership it's the strongman like strongman saturday uh membership so mm-hmm. on saturday i go down to a to a, it is a gym but but we do specific uh strongman things it's the strongman club out here in uh in haywood um so that's how i found strongman uh again like through some weird quirk of the algorithm i started seeing some some posts found out there was a, you know a local group doing stuff and that you didn't have to be 400 pounds to do strongman which was surprising uh yeah uh so yeah i do that uh most saturdays at least when i'm not super injured was the first time you touched a barbell on american soil Ooh, that's a good question I think it was, yeah. At least, at least in terms of like what you would consider a barbell. Yeah. Like I, I remember like growing up really wanting like the York, uh, you know, concrete filled plastic mm-hmm. weight set for oh, Christmas fuck. or something. I have, ton, I have a ton of those actually in the basement right now. Yeah. The little screw lock ones. Uh, but yeah, in terms of what you grew up with those, yeah. Barbell. Yeah. Yeah. I never. I like did stuff like, uh, you know, played rugby and stuff growing up and we never did any weight, you know, weight training, right? Like it was like, you have to be at least 18 to go to the gym, right? Uh, so yeah, never did anything till I was, uh, mid, mid thirties. Yeah. 35. Sorry. Okay. The, U- the UK has age limits on the gym. Oh, that's a pretty common thing in a lot of places. Yeah, just like liability stuff, I guess. That makes uh, perfect sense, but it never occurred to me to think about it. 
Yeah. Yeah, you, you can't go to the gym for like 12. I mean, I think you can like at the like I think a lot of places are even like 14 or 15, but only with a parent, and then yeah. maybe 16 to 18, maybe alone, but I don't even think. Right. And that's that could be subject to like, you know, the you know, they got yeah, Tanner over there letting like 50, like 16 year olds drive from like an hour away before football practice to come train, which is actually pretty cool. I remember him mentioning that either on one of the, I think he mentioned that on one of the podcasts of like one of the one of the local high school kids was literally driving like 45 minutes because it was the only like place he could really get a good workout in before mm-hmm. like actually going to school. I got one that wasn't really brought up, and I'm curious. Uh, so have you assimilated at all to be an American football fan, or are you still like diehard soccer guy from? Yeah. Yeah, so uh, so I'm definitely not a soccer guy. I, I okay. was for a really short period growing up, uh, 1996. I, I have a lot of trivia knowledge from 1996. Had one of those, uh, you know, those like sticker books. You collected the stickers, right? Yes. In 1996, so I have a lot of 1996 soccer trivia knowledge. But but after that, it was all rugby. Um, I was into so yeah, uh, American football is kind of you know it's rugby adjacent, right? Some of, some of the same concept, yeah. uh, at least much more adjacent than than soccer. Uh, so yeah, yeah, I like uh, American football. Uh, I was I was kind of uh, following the Raiders because that's Oakland Raiders was the closest geographically. Not anymore. Where I'm living, not anymore. Um, so I still kind of follow the Raiders a little bit, but, but yeah, the the Forty Nine ers are uh, geo, you know the geographical team that I would that I would root for. So do you like do you like sit down and watch rugby matches now? Like is that like a, a a pastime or is that even really a thing? Like are there like live are there like aired rugby games? There's a few rugby games. So the Rugby World Cup just finished a couple of weeks ago. Uh that was on um uh that was on NBC and Peacock. They'd show those games, but they were it was in France, so they were, you know, six AM or mm. you know, uh early games. Um, uh, you can get a few club games here, uh, but, but yeah, not, not a ton, not easy to, to, to watch it. Gotcha. What about cricket? Cricket, uh, I played cricket. I don't really like watching cricket, right? Cricket's like baseball. It takes, mm-hmm. uh, takes too long. It's kind of boring. <laughs> My cricket knowledge is about up there with Tanner's baseball knowledge based on last week. Yeah. <laughs> if you, if you, yeah, if you go, if you, even if you, uh, go to a cricket game or, or watch on TV, it's, you're really going to drink. And then there's also cricket going on. Yeah. Right? I feel like that's baseball, right? You go there, you're drinking and you're eating. And there's also, you know, something to kind of keep you entertained at the same time. Yeah. The sports secondary to the eating and drinking. No, I, I can't wait to be asked what cricket is now in the Discord because I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think I think it isn't cricket. Honestly, like one of like like the top two or three like played or like like and, and like in the entire world, it is like the most popular sport in the world, or like top like two or three. Uh, uh, I, I might yeah. be way off. I, I thought. I, it. Yeah, it's, it's like huge in huge in India, India and, yeah. and Pakistan and and Australia and you know all the. All the uh, the colonists, I guess, as we all some of the colonists, <laughs> as we might call them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, 
are we the bad guys? Yeah, we're the bad guys. Like, <laughs> are we the baddies? <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, yeah, you're probably right, right? I think soccer is probably number one in terms of in terms of. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh, okay. So pronunciation question. Premier, Premier, Premier. Premier League Soccer. Premier, well, yeah. actually, Premier League Football. Yeah, and Premier League Cricket. Say. I've heard that one too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yep. it's funny because I would say Premier unless I'm talking about football or cricket. Then I'll say Premier. Huh. Right, because you're more likely to hear it in British English, right? Like yep. That's what you would... Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. You want to dive into some questions from the crew? I think we've covered a fair yes, amount of everything. We have I, some, I had a, I had a decent one. amount from your wife and your buddy and uh, some okay. stuff that we came up with, but we've got five or six here from the crew we can probably dabble with. And and they're all going to be based on you being British. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so from Tanner, beans and toast. Why? Uh, so this is audio only podcast for now. So you can't see the, the delicious beans on toast behind me. It is not delicious. I can tell every, I want everybody to watch everybody to, 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 to listen to me right now. It does not look delicious. It probably is though. That's the thing. Like, it, it's sure. actually probably tastes pretty well, fucking not- great, but it does not look good. It, it honestly does not. But go ahead with the rest of what you're saying. (laughs) What? The bread is your problem there? Well, because like I like beans and I like cheese, but the bread has to be like the bread has to almost be like a non-flavor. I don't know. What what is the bread typically used, or does it matter? It doesn't matter. Uh yeah, the bread's like uh it's like a pizza, right? You got the bread base, you got the the tomato sauce-based uh topping, and then you got a ton of cheese on top. Would you? Uh, I, could, I think I could pizza talk adjacent. Some, some beans and toast, honestly. Would you mm. add Franks? Mm, you could. Yeah, that's you know, mm, like I would beans say maybe Frank, beans and Franks and toast for that extra yeah. disgusting it, protein. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. It's not not uncommon. Uh, it's it's kind of critical you butter that toast. But okay. The butter is key. Uh, but yeah, hot hot buttery. Uh, toast, beans. Yeah, it's probably um if I had it for the first time today as a as a thirty eight year old, I don't know if I'd like it, but it's <laughs> but it's probably a nostalgia base, right? You guys probably have those foods that you ate growing up that are objectively not good but but are just, you know, yeah. just nostalgic. Right. And what Crap what dinner. what type of beans are are there are those like are those like baked are those like bushes baked beans out of a can or like because like I could I guess the, the the bean flavor would be very uh and like yeah. the, the, the bean juice would be very much associated with like if it was going to be good or bad I feel yeah so American baked beans are much thicker and you guys often have like bacon and shit in there right um, yeah make like in terms of the canned ones horrible for you yeah the British ones are a little bit more watery. Uh, less th- I'm I'm not selling it. I guess uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm just trying to like I'm I'm trying to like picture up. I'm I'm trying to like understand the flavor, like because the picture looks horrible, but like I could see the I could I'm trying to like all right. So like bread and butter, like toasted bread and butter, great. Mm-hmm. Like bush bushes baked beans, cool. Cheese mm-hmm. on top, I guess. Like, but all together, like I don't know. I think like 
I think American beans and toast would be better than British beans and toast. Cause as far as like, I, I obviously like, I like beans by themselves. I like cheese by itself. I love bread. Mm-hmm. Like I could see it being a thing, but also the macros on it is like trash. It's all fucking carbs and fat. Like there's no pro. I mean, how much, I don't know how, what kind of protein you getting in a bean. A there's lot. Yeah. There's a decent amount of protein in beans. Okay. I think I think you can argue that it's like you know but the, not, the, the, not the animal based, so it's not bad, good quality. It? Yeah. But yeah. This isn't something you're eating if you're if you're already uh counting macros, so I don't think. Gotcha. And the, the the particular picture behind you, is that just something you Googled or is that like your breakfast? I just I just Googled that, especially you, for you guys. You cheater. Yeah. yeah. I haven't had beans and toast for so, so the big question know. is, what's the difference between a chickpea and a garbanzo bean? Nothing. They're the same, right? Uh, no, I've never had a garbanzo bean on my face. Nice. <laughs> I'm so sorry to everybody listening. Uh, I had to. I had to do it. That's so good. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> nothing, nothing little squirrel fix. Oh Jesus! <laughs> what's that? Uh, this one was implied. Uh, I, I like I like taking it there. I don't care. I've got no fucking boundaries. Eh? Spell it out. I'm curious if I had been drinking. If I'm like, I'm curious because I'm not drinking tonight. But I'm curious if I'm, I'm more reserved or if I'm less reserved than I've drinking. Oh, we're gonna find out at the zoo in about nine months. Yeah, yeah I. Uh, that's gonna be a, a, a fun trip. I, I, I'm not sure if my wife's gonna make it out this year. I think she might bow out if my buddy Chris comes because uh, he's he signed up for the strong man. So if he comes, we'll be able to travel together. So and then he's if he's doing strongman, he can actually help handle and video all my shit. So like that's I mean that's not not it's kind of why she came because I didn't want to do a meet alone and she wanted to support me and everything. But don't think she like she doesn't get it like some of the other like I don't know she just it's fine like she loved her to death she support me forever but you know especially this this coming year it's like with work she's taking she's looking her job so like her vacation is like half of what it used to be basically well she worked from home she worked for herself before but now she has a like a real like 40 hour a week job and starts out with like two weeks of vacation which is like nothing so it's like already gone basically for 2024 yeah. just by like doing some family shit so i, it might, it might just I, I be get it coming out and then morgan's listening to this when it when it's released i'll say the same thing i i want her there i would love to have the kids and her there but it would be better without them it will go smoother. It will go easier. It's less expensive. I don't have to worry about other people. I, I see what you're saying. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. What did that fucking, how did that start? How did that tangent start? Oh yeah. Cause uh, you're, you're, yeah. I seen you at the zoo. Uh, there's, yeah, a chance, toast. there's a chance I'm flying out of Buffalo. Yeah. Yeah. I saw you would uh, look into that. I'm not yeah. sure what I'm going to do. I'd much rather leave from Rochester. Cause then I don't have to drive 90 minutes I, to start my day, but we'll, we'll talk. I might actually, I might genuinely drive to your house and leave my car there <laughs> with you. Yeah. Uh, are you are you, you are you coming out alone, David? When you come out? Yeah, yeah, I'll gotcha. be coming alone. Yeah. Uh-huh. You got a room with uh, Bruno? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe if I'm lucky. But can we can uh, we start just like bragging that you came the farthest? Because I think last year it was Scants that came the farthest. Mm-hmm. Can we just start saying you came all the way from Oxford? Yeah, like it's a yeah, total lie, but like you got mm-hmm. an accent, nobody's gonna question oh, us. I'm but, actually going to be in Oxford to uh, uh, the week before, so I get back to California <laughs> on Sunday, and then I fly out to the Lift Hard Live Easy Classic on the fucking Thursday, classic. Following so, Thursday, so take a picture in Oxford. 
uh-huh. and then be like, oh, I'm here. And like, we'll just start yep. bragging about how you flew the farthest. Yep. And nobody will question it. It'll be like the Borat movie because people will be too embarrassed to question. Like, oh, he's got an accent. Exactly. He's from a different place. At least you're used to those big flights already. Because I'd be, I feel like I'd be fucking still jet lag from that like massive flight. Like on Sunday when I got to turn around and like you know, obviously the Thursday uh-huh. flight's gonna be nothing. But like, I had a week to fucking recover from that. So yeah, but if you, you, you can always it. use that for an excuse as why as, as why the show didn't go as planned. The meat didn't go the way I wanted. But if you yeah. just if you just get strong, stay strong, and use your strength, like a little jet lag mm-hmm. isn't really going to hurt. Yeah. Also, <laughs> if, you know, an eleven hour flight with kids, you know, and then a, a four hour flight on my own is, you know, that feels like relaxation time, <laughs> me time. Uh, uh, sure. So, so I'll be flying be back from South Dakota, and then four days later, seeing Creed in Toronto. So I know it's not the same thing, but like I just want to put it out there that I got tickets to see Creed because that's really important to me. <laughs> nice, good stuff. My, uh, I know, I know you reached out to my wife. I all this Creed talk in the Discord, it it, it triggered a, a core memory, uh, and you really have to be submasters to maybe even appreciate this. <laughs> so I've I've known my wife since like high school, uh, and I remember kind of really distinctly that. When I first went to, or maybe not the first time I went to her house, but but one of the first times I went, uh, you know, back in the day, it was all about the the CD rack, right? The CD tower, mm-hmm. right? You'd have all your CDs lined oh, yeah. up. Uh, and she had a few CDs, not not a big music person. Uh, but the only CD she had that she owned that was not a Disney soundtrack or a movie soundtrack was a Creed album. <laughs> uh and and you know all the all you know 20 20 uh, almost 20 years later yeah all the all the creed talk in the discord re-triggered that memory so yeah <laughs> she's a big big creed fan great it's i my brother got me into it and that would have been about the time that um my own prison came out um because that that album was fucking amazing and i i could probably recite the entire album to you word for word right now. And I remember just before Creed got re big again, I started listening to it again. And Mm -hmm. I distinctly remember I'm in the kitchen and I'm just telling my wife how important Creed was to hard rock. And naturally she's giving me the, the wonderful look she gives me the, huh? Okay. Mm -hmm. And then it's just funny that here we are now Creed's back together and everybody's talking about butt rock. And Mm -hmm. like, it's just like, the the world is resetting. You just let yeah. nature go. Nature will nature uh, 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 finds a way. Yeah. Reminder to to all the crew out there. Right. There's only uh, probably less than a month until you get your Spotify wrapped for the Spotify users. So you gotta <laughs> you gotta hammer that butt rock now so that your top genre is gonna be butt rock for the year. Actually, uh, I actually think my top song is one of a, one of Creed's songs. <laughs> I think it was last year. Yeah, I started. I started listening to Nickelback. Uh, it, it was a. It was a while ago, maybe even a year ago. Where I think it was over underrated for Tommy. Yeah. Right? And Tommy said underrated for Nickelback, and I like went back and listened to them. And like you know, you're gonna appreciate this in a, you know, maybe initially in an ironic way, but but now actually I think I, I've tricked myself into actually liking them. That's how it starts. I remember ripping on yeah. my brother because my brother was like, "I like Nickelback," and I was like, "I bet you do." And then one day I was just like. Do I hate Nickelback or did the internet tell me I hate Nickelback? Yeah. Basically. Uh, and like, so the photograph song sucks. 
I'm sorry. That song is terrible. <laughs> it's just nostalgic crap. But like they have songs that are genuinely incredible. And I don't know if you've listened. I keep telling people to listen to it. Listen to the song San Quentin. If you like hard rock at all, listen to the song San Quentin off the recent album. It's like metal. It's a weird version of like degent metal. Gent, I think they call it or whatever that version is. That like, really? And they have a song with Dimebag Daryl. And like, I secretly think they're heavy metal fans who just happen to also make middle of the road trash rock sometimes. So uh, you've got you've got my vote for the Nickelback. They're probably happy with their systems because they're I'm sure they're multimillionaires because they like and they do what know. they want. Yeah, like we're Nickelback, we do what we want. And it's like let's uh, yeah, let's just make all this money and we're good. Just keep you know turning out the shit that like the masses want, but like you know the core fans of like just music think sucks, but that's okay because we're literally multimillionaires. So fuck you. <laughs> Yeah, it's all there in uh in Rockstar, right? Like, like everyone's to be a big rock star. That song's great. And that's got um, mm-hmm. um, um <laughs> Tim nice, G- nice. Billy Gibbons? Tim Gibbons? Billy Gibbons from ZZ Top. He's the voice in the background. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. Trivia. Yeah, I'm a ZZ Top guy, obviously. <laughs> mm-hmm. What a, <laughs> a, a another side tantrum here before we get back to some of the questions. Have you met any crew in person? And if so, who have you met? Uh, I'm not sure if you've uh, had a chance to run across any of them at any shows or anything that you've done for your strong man and different events or expos you've gone to. No, I haven't. I've met, I've met, uh, well, I haven't met any crew. I've met more guests, podcast guests than I've met okay. crew. Uh, yeah, I was going to ask you about that earlier. It looks like you've met a fair amount of like pretty famous strong man and whatnot. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I haven't met any crew. I, I was, I mean, I was supposed to come to Left Hard Les Beasy, but I got, I got uh, injured. I was supposed to do a strongman comp with Big Toby, and and a few other guys came out to watch him, uh, and I couldn't couldn't get to that. Uh, so yeah, no crew. Um, kind of sounds like you're dodging uh, us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it feels like it. <laughs> I mean, um, well, he, he, he's proceeded to tell us 19 times that his back currently hurts, and he's probably going to bow out of 2020. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know? yeah, just I mean, he's going to be like. Uh, you know, ele- fucking, oh, guys, 11 hour he's, he's flight. My back hurts. Yeah. 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 So in those seats now. Yeah. Not, <laughs> not the meat I wanted. Um, uh, yeah. So no crew. Yeah. But, but a fair number of, uh, but you look uh, like you're about the same, guests. you look like you're about the same height as Tom Stoltman. So how tall are you, buddy? Oh, yeah. Uh, so, uh, uh, so I'm about the same height as Eddie Hall. And Eddie Hall, I think, lists himself as six two or six three. So I guess I'm six two or six three. But go. if I if I measure myself, I'm actually uh, six foot even. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> yeah. God, so Ed, Ed, uh, Eddie was six foot four fifty. That's crazy. That, that was he was at least four fifty probably. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So the strongman guests are probably what drew me into the podcast specifically, right? Yeah, like yeah. I, I I found some of the content and like the deadlift platform stuff. But yeah, like actually listening to the so some of the strongman guest episodes, that was that was the thing that really really hooked me, I think. Yeah, and, and World Strongest Man has been out here in Sacramento or close to here in Sacramento a couple of years and in, in the last few years. So I've been able to go to that. And that's, oh, you know, cool. Nice. Had pictures with a bunch of the guys. Um been to Big Alan Thralls, you know, gym and competitions, uh also in Sacramento. Uh yeah. You met out yeah you met out to uh uh, was it uh, Third Street Barbell? Met Silent Mike and Jim McDee yet? That might be where the I haven't. 
Yeah, I haven't been to that gym, but I did meet them at, um, I did meet both of them at the first Sacramento World's Strongest Man, and then I met uh, Big Jim again at the second, the second Sacramento World's Strongest Man. Jim's great. Like, Jim's, like, I fucking, I I talk to Jim, like, multiple times a month in DMs, like, like, just like, like, he sent it, like, like, it's, it's not just me sending him shit, like, he'll send me stuff every now and then, too, it's kind of cool, because, like, like, Jim's the man. (laughs) Yeah, in fact, uh, I think it was at the first one, maybe even the second one too. Uh, I'm standing there and I'm, you know, I'm repping Masonomic stuff, right? Of course, you, uh, as you should be, uh, you know, uh, only only because we don't have t-shirts yet. That's the only reason. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) and I'm in, I'm in the background of a ton of World's Strongest Men 2021 in the blue lift shirt. Oh, I remember Uh, talking about that, I believe. But I, but I get a message from from Tana. Uh, saying uh, are you a are you a world's strongest man or something, right? And it's because Jim has messaged Tanner saying, "Hey, there's someone here in in Alesha, <laughs> right?" And then Tanner's messaged me because I've nice. already said on Discord I'm going or something. Uh, yeah, it was kind of weird. Uh, but yeah, yeah, Sacramento's kind of like uh, got a lot, lot, lot of strength stuff going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, so speaking of some strength stuff, let's get into some of these questions. Uh, Big Colty wants to know about <laughs> using a yoke for every event. I'm not sure if that's a specific mm. question to you or. Ugh. This is rough. Um, yeah, so uh, was it like April this year? I did, uh, there was a strongman competition, yoke only competition. Jesus. Oh, okay. That sounds miserable. But, yeah, it was. How do you, how do, you uh, do that? Yoke uphill, yoke downhill, yoke straight, like <laughs> yoke over press, yoke squat, yoke squat was the first one. How correct. do you squat a yoke? Yeah. Oh, on a platform, uh, right? You're on a platform, terribly obviously. because you're starting from the bottom, right? You're starting from the bottom, so you're not getting that. You know, you're not going down first and getting that stretch reflex back up, and it's kind of like a Ugh. like a half squat. So it's like Ew. you know, it's kind of weird. Um, that was one of the things that really aggravated my back. Uh, yeah, so yoke squat, I think was the first event. Yoke bench, what? which is like a, like it's not a full range of motion, right? So it's like a, I don't know, three board press bench, but it's also, you know, it's like three inch diameter too. So you don't have really good grip. Uh, and it's swinging around, right? A lot more because you've got the, you got the, you know, everything's hanging down. Um, yeah, so yoke bench, what else do we do? I guess like an actual yoke run. And then I think we did like a like an armor of round pole where we pulled the yoke uh, and a yoke deadlift, right? Which again is like partial range of motion, but it's a three inch diameter, so grip is a problem, and it's further out in front of you. Uh, I think um, uh, shout to to the orange glaze, right? He used some of uh, the videos from that in uh, in one of the one of the hype videos. Yeah. So yeah, using yoke for every event uh, definitely overrated. Yeah, somebody, <laughs> somebody like was it. like, "I'm going to do a strongman event, but all I have is this yoke." Well, yeah. fuck yeah. it. Send it's off. Only, that's slightly better than just using stall mats across the board, I guess. <laughs> and pea uh, yeah. gravel sandbags. So our our friend uh, Chad GBT wanted to know, and this actually makes more sense now that I I'm, that I'm fully aware of your meme account. Uh, what's it like being the British version of mostly squats? Ooh, uh, it's actually a, a pretty high praise because as much shit as we give him, he's got some fucking fire memes and his account's blowing up. Yeah, 
Yeah, he definitely does. Um, yeah, I was about to say that. I think that's a compliment, right? Even like, um, uh, like I made some comments on his post and I get like 600 likes on it or something, right? Like, like he, he gets, uh, he gets some reach somehow. I think probably, um, whatever he did to like, uh, sell his soul to the devil to get, uh, a head start on race for first comment. I think he's mm-hmm. also done to the, to the Instagram guys and, and got some special treatment in the algorithm. Him and Dr. Mike went and had a special meeting with some people in charge. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, How many of these guys can we jerk off at one time? Good stuff. Let's see. Um, Uh, Mofo. You got one? Yeah, I just want to say this one in Matt's accent. That's all. (laughs) Um, T belongs at the bottom of the Baston Harbor. (laughs) Nice. That's that's it. It just that's all he wanted to say. And I just wanted to say Baston Harbor. I think that was good Boston accent, but but what do I? Know? <laughs> I'll never forget, honestly. The the at the zoo, I bought a round of shots, and Matt's like, "I can't drink shots," and I was like, "Don't worry, man, I'll drink them all." And he looked at me and in his full accent said, "You went out drinking me," and it was just in that Boston accent, and I was like, "Okay, we'll see," and it was just so funny, and I will never remember. Just I'll never forget. Sorry, just the deadpan look and the Boston accent. You ain't out drinking me. It was the mm-hmm. best moment I think at the zoo, aside from getting dragged on to top shelf. Good stuff. Uh, so Tanner and Jake both kind of asked a little bit about lift hard, leave easy, and how do you think you're going to stack up in general when you're, you know, in your in your weight class? When the in the with the big man, um, who we got? We've got. Uh, Mostly squat videos. We've got, uh, I think, uh, uh, what do you guys call him? Big hot. Yeah, big, 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 big hot, big hot. He is, uh, he is big hot in, internally. Is it hot or is it hot? Like H A W T. Hot. Wicked hot. Uh, yeah, I think we have got some monsters there. I think <laughs> I probably. Uh, oh, we got Big Toby. I guess we got Big Scants, or maybe not. He's not sure yet. Uh, but yeah, there's some monsters there. I don't think I'll, I'll, uh, stack up against those guys, but, but, uh, but I'll do my best and I'll have fun and maybe I'll, you know, hit some personal PRs. There you go. That's all that matters. Now, strongman, strongman PRs are just weird though, aren't they? Because it's like, it's like, well, this is my PR on this log that weighs this much, yeah. but then this gym has a different log that weighs 17 pounds more well, and the diameter grip is different. And it's like, this is from the guy that has the spreadsheet of every PR. And well, no, every no, no, no. That's what I'm saying. Like, it would drive me crazy because I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, 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 it would almost be unfathomable to actually track all that different shit. Because if you're just traveling mm-hmm. to different gyms and stuff, they're all going to have different equipment. Or if you're tracking your competition lifts, you have no fucking clue what actual, like, uh, implements they're going to use and how to correlate that into, like, well, this was at a, a this was at a twenty one inch deficit versus a seventeen inch deficit or something. I don't think so, Keith. I think at some point weight is weight, and if if I'm lifting at home with a hundred and twenty pound log, but I'm at an event and they have a hundred and thirty pound log, and I lift it the same amount of times that I I do my hundred and twenty, yeah. that's a PR. Like yeah. I think that weight is weight at some point. I think we as powerlifters are just a little spoiled in that we get to choose this is the bar and this is the kilos and this is the form and this is the call. And this is the, uh, yeah, I think we're, you and I just 
in what we do are just a little spoiled in how easily yeah. we can track that shit. Like the a pound and a half or a two and a half pound or a three pound or a five pound PR in strongman is almost fucking useless because of just how many variables there are, but PRs are still going to be PRs. I think I'm could be wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, if you're training for a strongman, like if you're specifically training for a comp, then you're going to train as close to those events as you can. And then as long as you're consider, you know, whatever you're training on, even if it's not the same equipment or the same dimensions or the same range of motion, right. You're just trying to get stronger over a, yeah. over a period of time. Right. So, so yeah, there, there was a lot more variability, like, you know, you might, you might hit a certain weight in the gym on a certain piece of equipment and then go to the comp and it's, you know, different equipment or different rules or whatever. Right. Um, there's a lot more variability. Yeah. And, and I, I, I like that. Like, I think, uh, maybe it's like powerlifters who get into strongman. They get a little too wrapped up in like, you know, and I th- think we kind of made this joke with, with big Jake, right? Like exactly what bar we're lifting on, exactly what high, exactly what, like, mm-hmm. I, I just like to, um, I just like to turn up, be as prepared as I can, but but not over stress the details and and whatever I can do on the day I can I can do. Yeah. Yeah, I def I definitely send some strongman in my future. Like you I don't know if you guys saw the video of me just that rock I Yeah, I saw you washing off a rock, right? Yeah, I literally was washing that rock to bring it into the gym. I haven't even weighed it yet, but I asked my dad, I was like, that rock under the tree, because he has like a whole garden out there. And I was like can I have that rock? And he was like, be careful. Like I had to get like one of my strongest friends to lift that up into the truck to get it home. And I had to go under a tree to get it. So I couldn't. So like he had to hold up the tree. We had to like roll it out. Like it was a hole to do. And I picked it up and I was like, I had to walk it to the backyard to wash it. And I walked it to the backyard. My wife was back there and I dropped it. And then I laid down and I was like, like breathing heavy and dying. And I went, yeah, that's the guy. I want that rock. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen uh, I've seen Facebook Marketplace posts where they, you know, it's like landscaping rocks, and they post like free. If you can lift it, you can have it. Oh, hell yeah! And I've been very, very, very close to just going to get those rocks. I do not need <laughs> just because <Prove> the... <laughs> just to feed you know pe- uh, feed my ego, uh, but not yet. I'm not uh, quite there yet. I'm gonna fucking lift it. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Keith, you yeah. had one in mind. Go ahead. No, oh, I was just going to, uh, I was going to see if we wanted to segue in a little fuck, Mary kill that Joey wants to ask you. Mm. Oh, I, I got a question actually about, yeah. about FMK. Mm. Okay. Because I, my understanding of FMK, I think is different from how you guys have been playing it on previous episodes. Okay. So the kill obviously is pretty straightforward, right? That's the one you like. The I, least. I, the, the, I could afford third, to get rid place. of that. Yeah. Yeah. Mary, Mary to me is like which one am i i like but i'm comfortable you know you know being around the rest of my life be careful your wife might listen to this i don't know you gotta right don't, right that's like the, the, com- the comfort option i think previous guests have used the fuck option as like also a hate kind of thing no no Whereas i think i oh, think no, I, I think fuck think. is like you know what's the quick you know the quick uh the quickie yeah, right, me, like me and the, you were gonna me and the me and that F we're gonna have a really good short period time. Yeah, right, right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's okay. how I maybe play. I've been misunderstanding that, but that's yeah. okay. Okay. At least it's like international 
international rules. Yes. When you ask me that question, fuck is, yeah, I'm going to enjoy you for a few minutes and that's about it. Mary is, yep. yeah, we're going to settle down. I could, I could handle you for a while. Yep. And kill is, yeah, I'm good without you. Yeah. yeah. But good. Okay. Yes. I, I got the rules. So there's no Take druthers. I don't think we, I think this is the oh. first game where there are no okay. druthers. That is how you have to play this game. Okay. <laughs> okay. So FMK, David Bowie, David Beckham, David Blaine. Bowie or Bowie? Oh, Bowie's Ooh. in space. <laughs> Bowie's in space. Um, is it Bowie or uh, Bowie? Uh, so he himself said it's a made-up name, so you yeah. can say however you want. Yeah, so Ziggy Stardust, David Beckham, or David Blaine? <laughs> I've got to say Kill. Oh, I don't know, actually. Right, this is good. Uh, I gotta say, kill David Beckham. Agreed. Okay. Bring up posture. I guess I have to say, I have to say, yeah. (laughs) Then I have to say, fuck David Lane. Right? It's kind of like do some magic, but I don't want to live with you. Stop hiding everything. (laughs) Yeah. Why are you in like a glass cage or something? <laughs> he uh, did do that, didn't he? Yeah. For like, I don't know. Probably wasn't actually that long, right? Like seven days or something. Uh, yeah, so uh, marry David Bowie. All right. <laughs> any so. any, any uh, agreement, disagreement? I, I don't disagree. Actually, I'd probably go the same way. Fucking David Beckham marrying Posh Spice. She was mine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I'd, I'd probably put Beckham a little bit. I don't. I don't. I don't really know David. I don't watch fucking magicians shit. I vaguely remember just like back when I had cable, there'd be like a special every now and then. Other than that, like I've never had a magician come across my feed ever in my life. I don't think I, so. I only vaguely know who David Blaine is from like something he did twenty years ago. David Blaine is is probably um one of the top ever to do yeah. what he does and. I'm not like a magic lover. Like I'm not out there like looking for magicians to follow and, and enjoy, but like some of the stuff he did at the time that he did it, when there was like, there was David Copperfield, there was Chris Angel. They were the big famous guys and they were doing big elaborate bullshit. Just, just stuff that like, we're going to make the, an elephant disappear, blah, blah, blah. And then David Blaine would just walk up and like pull a piece of string out of his stomach that he just swallowed. And it's fucking weird. It was weird and wild and so different and up close. So I actually kind of like David Blaine, but like, since I don't love magic that much, I would go fuck David Blaine too. Like, I don't, you know, and I, there's this other guy, this um, guy I saw in America's Got Talent. He's really scary too. He was really fun. Clack, I think his name was. All right. Um, yes. So. We've got our second sponsor read coming before we jump into the last segment. Um, we have two kind of sponsors going right now. We've got um, Code Unpaid with Obsidian Ammonia, which I encourage you guys to use as often as you can. Um, ultimately, yes, that goes to us using Obsidian Ammonia, but it does save you 15%. I did I did use that uh, Dim Mac Redux tonight again. 
<laughs> and that stuff is fire. Like that hurts. I've I've always joked that I Oh, there you go. The reefer madness. Unopened. Saving mm-hmm. it. Yeah, but you know how to activate it though, right? Like you're one up on mm-hmm. um, I'm not I'm not Grayson. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know your wife's birthday? <laughs> has the instructions on the back too. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, all you have to do is yeah. read it. No, stupid us. Um, yeah, that stuff fucking hurt though. Like, it's not often I, I loved nose bleach because I could get in there and it would hurt just enough. But this Dimax stuff fucking hurts. I did get. Did you guys get in the ampules? I saw. Them. It looked like they were sold out when I for saw two them. hours. For two hours, he was like, "These are a Black Friday product." But I'm going to see if they're going to be popular. And for two hours, mm-hmm. he put them out there. And I think he did sell out. Yeah. So I've got two two packs coming, uh, as well as the the tobacco one. And I used our pay, I used our code. I was on the website. Like I, like I said, I my only experience with ammonia was the one I got from uh, at the Lefort Levisi. And I like was like, oh, I'm just going to keep this for nostalgia. And then I finally did crack it open a few months ago. I was like, okay, I guess I can fuck with ammonia. I just, I was always hesitant. Like I lifted for fucking like 10 years before I tried ammonia for the first time, other than just getting like secondhand snorts of it from people yep. around me. Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to, you know, be a periodic ammonia user. So I'm going to, you know, I'm going to run the one that I have out. Eventually I'll have to look in. I was on his website kind of looking at like, which, which one of these scents would I kind of be like least disturbed by, I guess. And nothing really jumped out <laughs> at me. So I'll have to, but it did look like the Dim Mac thing was like a completely different, like, like level. Like yeah, it was like it, in like its own little extra bag for like safety or some shit, which was kind of like, okay, I don't think I want that. We cracked it at Steve's for the, the garage gym and like that corner of the house was inhabit uninhabitable for like yeah. five minutes. Um, so yeah, and then the other code we have is Barbar yeah, a little uh yeah, Barbar Rescue code NWC. Uh Big Carp took advantage of that, I think, last week. Uh but and, uh, you know, any any money we get from any money I get from that is just gonna go towards the podcast. I get that it's 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 got my my <laughs> I set it up for my gym because I was gonna use it for my gym, but no one's really doing anything with it from there. So if anyone wants to, you know, contribute to the podcast a couple bucks and get a barbell rescue brush on top of that, have at it. All right. That is the fastest ad read I think we've ever done. Good. We might <laughs> we, we might wrap this up under two and two hours, two and a half hours if we're lucky. Yeah, we're getting close. We don't have to though. We're good. I'm, I got I got I got to work tomorrow, so I'm good. Fuck, I'm so happy. Okay. So happy I get some money. Unpaid and overrated time. No, should we go over this one? Because it seemed like fuck Mary Kill was a struggle for you. What do you? Uh, is there anything? Oh, in, is there anything unpaid or under? Well, the struggle was in. He, he, <laughs> he, he you know, uh, fuck off. I'll bust everyone's balls. I don't care. I'm gonna feel bad about it. Uh, are we doing unpaid and, and underrated wrong in your opinion? No, you are not. Okay. Well, that's good, and you are familiar with it because you are a loyal listener. So let's dive right in. I want to ask you, unpaid or underrated, celery. What do you think about celery? Oh, celery is completely unpaid. <laughs> it contributes nothing. What? Uh, it contributes nothing uh, except this, like, you know, it's funny, like, ammonia. It's like a weak ammonia taste <laughs> to me. Like, weak pits, right? Like, <laughs> like weak pits. <laughs> uh ammonia so is like strong piss, not, but, so but it's not celery piss. is weak piss. Yeah. Okay. It's so not, not piss. it's okay. piss adjacent though. <laughs> That's good stuff. Yeah. Completely now, unpaid. Where when's the last time you had celery? Or do you just straight up oh. like, you, you as an adult you see it and you're like, yeah, I'm not touching. 
I mean, I'm not going to eat a stick of celery. Like even yeah. if you put whatever peanut butter on it, I'm not going to mm-hmm. eat it. Uh, if it's in like a, I don't know, what would it be in like a soup or a, yeah, like a stew. A, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and eat around it. Okay. The piece accidentally slips in. I guess I'm not gonna like gag, but but I don't like it. Yeah. So if you order wings and it comes with celery, you're just gonna eat your wings and leave a stack of celery. Uh, so here's here's a hot take. I also think bone in chicken is unpaid. I'm I'm not I'm not a butcher. I I I'm not I'm not preparing my own meats. Uh, just give me not boneless wings, but but boneless chicken. Mm-hmm. I'm no, so happy. I'm so happy you called it bone in chicken because I started doing that and like it's uh-huh. taking off. <laughs> It's a bone-in chicken wings, and I said it once, and my co- the guy I work with was just like, "What did you call it?" I was like, "Oh, these are bone-in chicken wings," and then he was like, "I hate that." And then I swear to God, an hour later, he was like, "I'm going for bone-in chicken wings tonight," and I was like, "Yes, <laughs> take it, Bill." Nice. I've been eating a fair. I, I really think I've just like been assimilated into the crew so hard that like I've always disliked like bone-in wings, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I I get wings like once a month now, and I fucking love them, and I eat the shit. I like if, no. if they're good, like like bad bad. Just like I'm don't I'll never fucking go to the BW three again and waste my time and like calories and just food on shitty soggy wings. I'm gonna be give me a nice crispy wing. I'm fucking I'll enjoy that. <laughs> I eat wings like once a week. I <laughs> garlic parm or barbecue. I'm happy. Uh, uh, right. But no, so that was a wild answer because I've never heard somebody have such a stance on celery. I. I can enjoy celery because I like peppery tastes. So that was pretty wild. <clears throat> Is there like something that triggered it? Like, did you like drink so much celery one day you got sick and never want to do it again? Like Pao Dyer or? No, no. Like I like, I like green, ve- every other green vegetable, right. That like everyone hates. Uh, I like, uh, but yeah, celery just, just, yeah. Just don't like it. Mm-hmm. Something about it. <laughs> well, Unpaid or underrated, what's your opinion? And you'll have to explain this for most people, I think, because I didn't know what it was. What do you think about bread sauce? <laughs> okay. Uh so so bread sauce is is definitely underrated. Um bread sauce is uh it's a uh milk, an onion-based sauce that also has bread in it. So it's traditionally eaten with uh with uh, uh with Christmas dinner, which would be more similar to an American Thanksgiving dinner, right? Like turkey or some kind of some kind of you know weird poultry, not chicken because well, you know we eat chicken goose. every other day. It's a goose. Yeah, it's a goose Ebenezer Scrooge. Yeah. It's a goose for you. Yeah. Uh, and then the bread sauce is there, you know, as a side to that, you know, really to make that, that, uh, you know, dry old turkey meat or whatever, uh, not so dry. Yeah. So it's not well known. So it's definitely underrated. Uh, it? again, objectively, it's not good, but nostalgia, you know, it's pretty powerful. Hell of a so drug. You said so milk and oniony. So is it more like a, is it like a chip dip kind of like if you had to like, like it would it be like a French mm. onion dip, like not, not, but like is the texture or the flavor or anything like, like compare it to something that is in like a known American food, I guess. I'm, like, I'm picturing it. I'm picturing it. It's a I'm struggling creamy hard. onion, breadcrumbs, not breadcrumbs or croutons. 
Yeah, it's not like crude. It's like it's like uh, like thick and stodgy. Would it's it not, taste it's not objectively good? Would it taste better with celery in it? <laughs> would you eat it off of celery if you had? If the only way you could ever have bread sauce again for the rest of your life mm. was to eat it off of celery, would no, you? I wouldn't. Would you, well, what if you didn't? What if you just had to use the celery as the utensil and you didn't actually have to consume it? So you still had to kind of go mouth, but you Jesus. didn't have. You could just kind of suck okay. the bread sauce off. I'm just sucking the celery off. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you hate celery that much, or do you love bread sauce that much? Uh, I think I would do that. Yeah, you're not okay. gonna get much celery taste from that. Okay. So, Good what about what about fennel? Fennel. Hmm. Yeah, I guess that's celery adjacent. It's so sour, but, it, but it's so delicious. But it has that, uh, what is that taste? Is that like licorice it's taste? It's black licorice fennel? taste, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but more subtle, I guess. Right? Yep. Uh, I like fennel, fennel sausage especially. Oh, right? yeah. That, like, yep. that, that taste, that's good, right? In like a in like a stuffing or something, that's really good. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, celery. So, uh, so there's page. something about celery. Oh, I want to mm-hmm. investigate this so much more. So everyone mm-hmm. do us a favor and make some uh, Big David celery memes, and you know we'll really enjoy them. And I'll post the shit out of them this coming week. I, d- I want to yep. know what it was. Celery too. killed my dad, or something. Something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Some repressed, repressed so, memory. Mm-hmm. So I'll wrap up my third one here. Let me pick which one I want to go with. Let's go. Ketchup. What do you think about ketchup? Uh, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll keep all mine to food. I'm unpaid. And trash condiment. Yeah, I don't really like any condiments a lot. I'm not a big except condiment guy, except bread sauce. Yep. But yeah, something about ketchup. And and I think this one Ow. probably is some kind of repressed memory, Joey, like you're like you're <laughs> thinking. Because uh because both me and my sister, my my older sister who's much closer to me in age. Uh, we both hate ketchup and, uh, but apparently we used to love it, right? Like as kids, we'd like put on everything, like everything was covered in ketchup. We'd love it. Uh, but as, but as, you know, teenagers or adults at some point, we just started hating it. So I'm sure there is some traumatic experience that is now linked, uh, with, with ketchup that we're, that we're, uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah. Did the, uh, when you were on the side of the mountain taking a shit, did the Germans walk by? Were did, were they holding ketchup? Do you think that might have been what it happened? <laughs> Heinz, Maybe. Heinz. Alright, that wraps up my trifecta of food. I, I hate ketchup too, so I'm with you on that one. And it's just, it's like, someone's like, well, I, I just told them, like, I could just literally put tomatoes on my burger. Like, yeah, why would I? Just... Why would I mash them up and mix them with sugar and then put them on my burger? That doesn't make any sense. Like vinegar and yeah, gross. Yeah, it's yep. pretty nasty. All right, so that leaves me with some fun ones. Yeah, you got a handful to pick from. Uh, there's an obvious one on there. I don't think I'm going to go with the obvious one. Yeah. Um. So unpaid or underrated? This one comes from Big Hot, the Denny Stones. Denny Stones. Uh, hmm. Good question. Uh, I think I've got to go underrated. I think most people, you know, general population, uh, have no idea what they are. Um, I think uh, 
I think in the strongman community, right, there's like a seems to be like a big awareness of them, and, and maybe yep. it's you know within that group, maybe it's a little unpaid, but yeah, generally generally underrated. Um, yeah, so so we talked about the yoke specific competition. Uh, I've also done uh, uh, two rock uh, rock or stone based competitions. Uh, uh, both times having Denny Stone, Max Denny Stone lift up to the full weight. Uh, and I've, and I picked up the full weight, uh, twice, uh, at those competitions. Uh, so yeah, I love the Denny Stones, uh, or I love the Denny Stone lift. Uh, mm-hmm. maybe one day I'll, you know, I'll be going with Scotland to try it out for real. What is the yeah. full Denny Stone weight? Uh, it's about 730. So it's like 315 on the small side and 415 pounds on the, on the bigger side. Jesus. I can imagine picking up 400 pounds with one fucking hand. It's pretty, uh, it's pretty small range of motion. It's kind of like a suit, you know, it's like a Jefferson. Uh, in, in fact, like when I was training for it, I did a ton of Jefferson deadlifts, right? Yeah. So it's that like, like split stance. And then it's just about how much pain you can tolerate on the, on the hook grip. <laughs> It is too. Like it's just how much you hate your thumb. I've got, uh, I've got the Denny Stone replicas. So I've played, like, I'd love them. And it just, it's finding room to do them. And it genuinely just comes down to like, this is, I, I've never, okay. So like, I enjoy the calluses from powerlifting because sometimes like you're rubbing your hands together and you're like, oh, that feels good. I could go for a lift. I've never fully had blood bruises on my hands. Until the time I tried to max out on the Denny stone mm-hmm. and f- yep. like where the, the, the soft part of your right under your fingers, they just turned to blood bruises. They were just, mm-hmm. yeah. And it was great. <laughs> I was like, I'll do yep. that again. Yep. I even got like a uh, blood, uh, blood bruises under the, under the thumbnail, right. Where the thumbnails bent so uh, much from the hook grip. Yep. Uh, yep. The nails didn't fall off luckily, but, uh, yeah, pretty painful. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. So definitely, uh, well, uh, I guess I almost read the line, but, but, uh, underrated overall. Okay. Um, so unpaid or underrated American actors doing British accents. And I, I can't think of an example. So if you have one, that'd be great. Hmm. Yeah. It's much more common for British actors to be in American movies. Right or, or as American characters, uh, yeah. Good question. Like my 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 thought is definitely unpaid, but now I struggle to actually think of a an example where someone's really done it badly. Oh, uh, uh, Richard Jones. Right, that was pretty bad. Rene Zawiga. Yeah, uh, Winona Ryder. I think too. Uh, Winona Ryder did a really bad one. In, in a movie as well. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm paid. Okay. Sure. Yeah. And then the, the, the crew can kind of back us up on that one and, and let us know. Uh, so then I was, I, was, I was trying to, I was trying to look up some and nothing's really like Google's Sherlock Holmes, uh, Sean Austin and Lord of the Rings, Angelina Jolie and Mount, now, Mel, if uh, yeah, that word I can't Maleficent. Pronounce. There you go. Uh, Peter Dinklage and Game of Thrones. 
he did he did he do a British like like British adjacent? Yeah, I'm just this is just like the the top ten list. None of them like jump out at me. Going, oh yeah, that was a American doing a British accent. Like uh, so. Hey, well, moving on then. So unpaid or underrated? British actors doing American accents. Oh. I guess I guess I'm probably not the person to ask, right? Like I, uh, you guys would be better to tell me that. Do I, you have an American accent impression? I do not. No, no. just nothing you've worked on. Yeah, I feel like I should. Um, maybe it's something I can work on. You know, build up to for for July. Uh, just walk up to Matt with your own Boston accent. Just fuck yeah. up his whole life. <laughs> that would be fucking great. <laughs> Yeah. Here's something. Yeah. So, I, I so yeah, I don't think I, yep. I don't think I'm a good judge, okay. but uh, but yeah, let's say let's say uh, let's say underrated, I guess. Well, I I I think I've mentioned it before. They always end up just sounding like House to me, right? Mm-hmm. So like he did it in House, um, Hugh Laurie, Mm-hmm. Right, love Hugh Laurie. Great comedy stuff, slapstick mm-hmm. from his early days. Good musician. If you've ever actually, um, I don't know how much you like Americana blues, Keith, but Hugh Laurie has an incredible two albums where he does probably American blues better than most Americans. Um, and then he was house, and he just does like the whisper kind of talk, and then uh, Benedict Cumberbatch as Dr. Strange does the exact same voice. And then I just started hearing it all the time. Whenever a British actor would do an American accent, it just sounded like Hugh Laurie as house. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. I can see that. He's got a very British, very, you know, stereotypical British accent, I guess. Right. The real. So let's talk. Go. Let's go with, um, I am drawing a fucking blank on his name right now. The guy that played Batman. Um, Christian Bale? Christian Bale. He's, is he British? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Doing the house voice. Right? It's all just, it's just all whispery, crumbly, like deep guttural voice. Like not the Batman, though, but like even his Bruce Wayne mm-hmm. voice was that way. Um, we talked about him last week or the week before. He's like the world's best actor and he's retired now. Daniel Day Lewis. Now he did really good versions of it, but he always had to go like over the top and do like weird, weird American accents, right? Also, I think he's very British, so I think he's I want to say he's Australian, but I could be wrong. Is he? There are a lot of Australian actors that do like that 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 one catches me off guard a lot, so uh I was I'll, Google, show I I'll Google that. I get I get confused while yeah I get I, watch, I get uh, uh, confused for Australian all the time. I watch I, really I, I, I watch. No, I can see that. I guess yeah. I watch Chicago Fire and uh, if you want to watch that, Chief Bowden, but it'll blow your mind if you didn't know. Like he is not American. He has like, got like the deepest, most strongest, like stoic, like American voice on the show, and it's just like his his voice literally is his character. And then I saw him on like a YouTube clip just talking in his fucking. I honestly don't know if it was uh, I, it was so long ago that I saw it, if it was British or if it was uh, Australian. I think it was British, but it was just like, wait, what? You're not actually like Chief Bowden's voice that blew me away. I was like, God damn it. Uh, is that the guy that was also in House? There was like a young guy that was also in yes. House. Yes. Yeah. The, the, it is, right? 
Yeah, he, he's he, Australian for he, sure. Yeah, and he was he was also on Chicago Fire for the majority of the show too. Yeah, and yep. hearing his hearing his voice always because he has like a very uh like it's he's, a, he's got a Chicago accent and you know that that mm-hmm. shows. But yeah, I mean it's I don't really notice it necessarily. But it's once you see them like on the red carpet talking, and then you go back and watch the show, that's the only time I think I ever really notice it. But if you just put that out of your mind, it's like yeah, that's just a character. Uh, Daniel Day Lewis is from Kensington. Oh, okay. Yes, very, very British. Uh, I just don't remember. Did we get an unpaid or underrated from you on that one? Uh, I'm going to say underrated. I think, like, uh, I guess voice coaches have got better, right? Like, maybe, <laughs> I don't know, maybe 30 years ago, there was some bad, bad stuff, right? Maybe before that, even. But yeah, I think, uh, I think for the most part, you know, I'm still surprised by, uh, you know, like Keith was, right? Like when someone turns out to be British or, or Australian, they sound very American to me, at least. So I got a couple, I got two short follow-ups, I guess. Um, have your, has your British accent decreased any in the last seven, eight years? Yeah. Yeah. So, so if I go, if I go uh, back to England, my family, my friends, they'll make fun. They'll make fun of me, right? It's <laughs> definitely uh it's definitely, um, I don't know, softened or, or yeah, mm-hmm. has changed over time. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. So it's definitely changed. Um, and yeah, it's just easier, you know, speaking to Americans all day. So I'll, so I'll, you know, I'll mm-hmm. change words that I would have, I would have used or drop U's or, or drop L's or whatever it is. Right. Um, it's just easier. Yeah. And then the second part. So this kind of harkens back to something that Joey and I talked about a few podcasts ago. I think he brought it up specifically. Like, they, I think he even had said that they had a term where you're listening to someone with an accent and you end up kind of regurgitating their accent a little bit to them. Is that something you get? Like, uh, like with coworkers or people you're around potentially, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, I think like definitely in the long term. Right. Like the more, the more you're around, uh, things, the more you, you pick it up and, 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 and change. Uh, yeah, not, not like, you know, if, if I'm going to talk to someone for a few hours or a couple of days, right. Or I'm somewhere mm-hmm. for a few days, then, you know, definitely not. But, but yeah, seven, seven and a half years, like, gotcha. uh, yeah, it, it changes, changes you, some things. Uh... Now, I, I don't know if you're much of a drinker. Uh, do you do, do you drink? Oh, yeah. Uh, do you drink the booze here and there? Yeah, no, not a ton. Well, like, I, I guess uh, what I'm getting at is like my wife will tell me if I if I'm like pretty fucking shitty. Uh, like I, I get uh-huh. drunk once a year. Uh, my my West Virginia fucking twang comes out really bad. I guess so. I guess I'm like, have you been drunk in the last seven years and fucking sounded completely like your old self? Uh good question. I, no one's ever told me that I do. Yeah. Find out in July. Uh, I think I think it's more likely if I'm like, you know, if I'm slurring, I sound more. I probably sound more American, right? Like like <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, those T's would turn to D's and and yeah, maybe uh maybe I'll be slurring a little bit more. So yeah, I think it would probably go the other way, to be honest. All right. Well, that concludes a little unpaid and underrated. And we, to see, we knocked out pretty much everything. I think it's time to hand it over to you there, Big Dave. You want to uh, hit us with some questions? 
You're just going to hit us with meme material. Anything we answer yeah. is going to be totally subjected yeah. to memes. We all, we, yeah. all, we all have some memes <laughs> so, to make here. So I kind of have a couple, I thought of a couple uh, unpaid underrated uh, oh. topics for you guys. But but I guess the first, the first que- I had one question too. Uh, what do you think they're going to do for the 400 episode? That's uh, oh. what are they? Are they two out or three out? They're close, right? Two, two or three, right? It's not far. Yeah. I don't know. That'd be uh, billboard, but um, in Sioux Falls, they'll do a crew falls oh. billboard because it'll probably coincide with the lift mm. with the December to remember. Oh yeah, that would. I wonder if episode four hundred would be the week of. I, I I don't know. I'm not sure what's going to do four hundred, but I would fucking kill to like have them do some kind of round. Uh, either a party cast or a round table or something. There's like, been talk of like, that actually. And that like one, literally gonna, I think that does coincide with episode four. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm, I'm fucking, I'm, I'm going to be in, I'm going to be in goddamn crew falls at like noon on Friday. Let's, 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 let's make a podcast happen guys. Mm-hmm. Let's fucking do it. But I don't know. Like, uh, let's get stupid. Did their two hundreds in a, in a, in a strip club last week. So <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know. And <laughs> that would be interesting. Uh, but there's no more silver dollar in Aberdeen. So that I'm mm-hmm. sure they're curious what they have in Sioux Falls. For we'll go to clubs. Aberdeen and make our own strip club. <laughs> yeah. We'll get big breaks down there. Take a shirt off. We'll be all set. Okay. Uh, that that's our conspiracy what, theory for today. What, what, what is your, uh, behind the scenes take on it behind the scene i don't think i have any behind the scenes yeah. uh special I knowledge know. i guess i could make something up uh, yeah, yeah i mean you know it's, it's, start the discord rumor mill what we're here for uh yeah billboard would be good crew yeah the crew falls thing is uh it's interesting uh yeah uh i don't have any you know maybe a crew gift or a or some kind of big drop but uh but yeah i don't have any uh I don't remember any special what, insight like them. I don't like, I think Tommy even said, Tommy's like, I don't remember what we did for 300. Like, oh, I don't either. What the fuck did you do for 300? <laughs> when when we do, uh, when we do our hundredth episode, where is I'm going to call it the hundredth too. We're not going to play with that. One. No, no, no. Actually <laughs> genuinely think it would be funny is if we release shirts that just say episode something. <laughs> I just maintain this joke going for as long as possible. I mean, what yep. joke? But yeah, yeah, just episode something, and it would be our hundredth episode celebration. Yeah, I get, was was three hundred the call in? There was a call in episode. It might have three hundred. They've had a few. It might have been. I I was just thinking about the other day. Someone was talking about like someone made a meme about like how they the inception of the Lifthard Livizi and how it kind of took so long to get off the ground. And I was like, I remember like it's like yeah, like I, I, that, that when we whatever the call episode call in episode was like you know, at least 18 months ago, like my question was about the lift hard, live easy. And that would have been like in July, I think it was, I think it was summertime of 2022, I guess it was a solid year removed from it. Mm-hmm. And they were still like, they didn't really have anything solidified at all. Cause they didn't, it, it, right. you know, it didn't, it didn't get planned until like fucking January or February. So uh, that was uh, definitely harkened back a little bit when someone had posted like the origin There was some meme about the origin of the lift hard, live easy, I think. And they and and like I I listen back to I don't listen I kind of remember back to I don't do back catalog or even repeat episodes, and I kind of think of Tanner being like it is going to happen. We hope everybody like you can kind of sense the hesitancy because they weren't even sure people were going to fucking show up. And now there's and now eight. they can't even keep us back. <laughs> yeah, right. Like ninety people in twenty four hours or whatever. Like yeah, 
That's great. Yeah. Plus the 20, well, however many strong man. Yeah. There was over a hundred people that decided to spend a thousand dollars to ish to come out, you know, it's going yeah. to be 500. I mean, I guess you can, you can exclude the, the, the local people that basically don't have to pay much, but still there's over 50 of us that are going to spend like of a literal vacations amount of money to come out for a weekend and to hang out with the boys. I, I said I was coming even if I wasn't lifting and I just happened to also be lifting and I just, I do appreciate the kind of evolution and, and what we did with massonomics here. Cause it went from genuinely, we don't know if people are going to show up to guys stop trying to show up. Like <laughs> there's so many of you, we did it. We did it crew. And, and that is our answer on the 400th episode. Guess <laughs> the, the meme, the meme today that I think Grant and the strength co posted Oh, that was funny. With, yeah, with like yeah, the yeah. two attractive ladies and then the guy in the background. I was like, that is so fucking accurate as to what the yep. Live Hard Live Easy is going to be. And there's, I think that like some of these big names that like canceled last minute or just aren't coming, I think eventually might regret it. Yeah. Just not being there for day one or day two. So maybe you show up next year, but yeah, you're missing out. I'm curious if they reserved any spots for quote unquote celebrities, but I don't even care. Like I don't even want anyone to kind of to come steal the spotlight from us. Cause I, I, yeah. I think it's going to be cool. just like, I think us meeting like our friends that we like, like we met probably, you know, 30 of us or whatever, but there's going to be, there's going to be at least 50 people. Well, whatever, some like 30 to 40, 50 people that are crew that we talked to on discord and Instagram that we're actually going to meet again, you know, for the first yep. time, like on top of the 30 people that we met last year, like that's going to be cool. Like I'm excited about that. I don't. I don't need a a you know famous person to flake on us again and be like, oh, I really just not even have that even be in the equation. Just keep them out, or they either either come or just don't say you're going to come. It's kind of my my opinion on that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, so I got I got a couple of unpaid, underrated topics. Uh, Both of us, or for single uh, one of us. Uh, a few of a few of are just one of you, and a and a few of them are. Uh, Okay. Uh, for both of us, so I'll let you know. Fire away. So, first one for Big Keith. Uh, unpaid or underrated American barbell. Oh, ooh, that is a good one, actually. Because that's like, fuck. Um, mm, probably unpaid, but it's because I haven't had a chance to play with the Chewy bar too much yet. Like, if I had a Chewy. And I like fell in love with it. I'd probably go under like so. Currently unpaid because my one American barbell bar is an American mammoth bar, which I don't make anymore because it's, it's just a uh, it's extremely passive knurling, and I don't love it. Like it's an extremely well constructed bar, um, but for being a power bar, it is trash uh, as far as the knurl. So for that being my main experience with American barbell unpaid um i've also listened to a few pod at least one podcast he did and like the guy that owns the company is very much a, a commercial gym guy making commercial gym equipment and just like doesn't really give a fuck about the home gym community i mean and it, they it literally took like in the entire discord of the whole you know the home gym discord to like you know prod him enough to uh, you know actually recreate the power bar and like make a good one but then it's i i i don't like they have like well we have this like we have this really aggressive version and we have this less mm-hmm. aggressive version and no one understands the fucking TPI and you have to special order. If you want the sharp one, I'm like, no, just fucking make the bars, put them on the goddamn website and explain which one's the sharpest. So for yep. them not getting their shit together for their power bar un, uh unpaid for sure. But. Yep. I, I can understand that. Yeah. I, uh, I, I talked earlier, whenever it was four hours ago 
about my uh tying my home gym uh you know in in peak 2020 covid time when you know there was whole reddits devoted to like you know when rogue is back in stock on stuff right and and shipping from ohio to california is super expensive um so i my first barbell and my first weights were american barbell because uh some guy uh uh basically just took a truck to to uh, vegas right where american barbell is kind of based filled up his truck with stuff right bought stuff kind of wholesale i guess and uh and set up shop in the bay area and just selling stuff to to like people who wanted it right like individual stuff right not commercial stuff so i ended up getting stuff you know a little bit more expensive than the rogue sticker price but with zero shipping right so it ended up being like basically the same cost and i think uh i think the quality of the stuff i got is is higher than you know some mm-hmm. made for home gym stuff right because it's like commercial grade right like yeah. much more durable so so i i would say like from my perspective i'd say underrated uh but yeah very different experiences i guess yep and my answer could change in the future if i actually get a chewy and i fall in love with it but i yeah. just i don't i don't like their indecisiveness and the fact that yeah. like they've been they've they've been people have been trying to get them to make a deadlift bar for five years and like they can't figure it out and it's just like like it's not fucking hard just make a twenty seven fucking millimeter bar that's got whip like and make it stainless well making a stainless steel is the hard part because right no one like it's stainless steel is too hard to be whippy basically but I don't know like I guess it, it it's 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 hard because I'm so in fucking invested in the home gym community to like like grass that like all oh, these like big companies that literally make all their money selling commercial gym equipment, just kind of dabble in the home gym equipment field, like are neglecting us, but like, well, if they're neglecting like such a sub market of their, like if they make a million dollars, like they're only getting fucking like a hundred thousand dollars from gym equipment out of like from home gym equipment or whatever. So like, I get it, but it's just as a home gym guy, I'm going to always support companies that more home gym focus which even rogue isn't rogue is fucking rogue doesn't give a fuck about the home gym like like you know right yep all right sorry i kind of okay there good answer uh big joey unpaid or underrated might be pronouncing this wrong uh weber's burgers all right weber's burgers do you know what i'm talking about no I might uh, if you give me some context. So, uh, so I have a follow up if you don't. Uh, but I, I've been to Toronto a couple of times, but the best time I've been was in summer. We drove up to Muskoka Lakes and stayed in a cottage up there. Mm-hmm. And on the way up from Toronto City to, to Muskoka, uh, we stopped at this roadside burger place that was like crazy busy. Yep. I know it. Look up the name Weber's Burgers. Yep. Yeah. Actually, they're underrated. Uh, I've never had it. And because oh. I refuse to stand in those lineups. And for those of Huge you, line, right? for those of you that don't know, Weber's burgers is, um, on the side of a very, very busy highway. And they are so fucking busy that they have a parking lot in front of their building. And then they have a parking lot on the other side of the highway with a bridge that goes over the highway wow. yep. to them. And you have to order sometimes hours, hours in advance. And I remember driving by and looking and saying to to my wife, like, "What is that? Why aren't we? Why aren't we there? Look at that crowd! 
And she was like, well, you hate crowds. That's why we're not there. And then she told me the story of what they are. And yeah, I've actually never had them because I have zero patience for waiting that long for anything. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm obviously going to have to say unpaid because lineups are for for people that care about that kind of stuff. Uh, but it is likely a very, very good hamburger. I remember the line. I do not remember the burger. So oh, I really have that. to agree with you. Yeah, that <laughs> might make some sense. But yeah, I just distinctly remember coming back and going, wait, is that parking lot? So that I can walk to Weber's, because mm-hmm. and she's like, "Yeah, it is." Like, Holy shit! And then there was a candy shop. The candy shop actually across from Weber's probably was way more important because it's this weird little place on the side of a highway that has all of this candy from all over the country and parts of the U.S. It has a weird little like elf playland off to the side, and then they have like this really old stainless steel. Um, playground in the back and my kids like three because we're coming back from Muskoka and yeah we stop and I look at the slide and I was like I fucking remember that slide from when I was his age those have been banned <laughs> and he was just like yay and I was like oh he's gonna get tetanus tonight um, but okay. yeah that's uh, that's fun that you bring that up I'm, thank you for the description there it took me a second there but no, I have no patience for those types of lineups. Yep, I'm with you. Uh, so I did a little bit deep dive. This one's a big key. Unpaid or underrated? Unpaid or underrated? Erie, Pennsylvania. Ooh. Erie, Pennsylvania is uh, so that's a that's a town uh, about three hours from me and about three hours from my parents. So. We meet up there periodically because neither of us really want to drive six hours uh, to like spend a weekend together. So like that is like a a hub little area that we can both get to and, you know, a a long morning drive. So specifically for that reason that it's like allowed me to see my parents more while they're still on this earth, 100 percent under the town itself unpaid but (laughs) the, the trips to Erie are extremely underrated for me. What about the television show Erie, Pennsylvania? I don't know that I've seen it or heard of it. Ah, Erie, yeah. Indiana. Erie, oh, was Indiana. Erie, Indiana, was it? Mm-hmm. Okay, thank yep. you for correcting me on that one. Yep. Uh, it was like a kid's show. It was like... Uh, it was X-Files uh, for was kids. It? it was X-Files for kids. Yeah, yeah, right. Right. I remember it being good, but I'm sure looking back, it wasn't great. <laughs> More mullets than I want to remember. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. Uh, okay. A lot of these are for Keith. That's fine. Skip some of them. He's way more important than I am. I mean, well, I guess let me let me ask Big Joey first. Unpaid or underrated? The name David. <laughs> I just know so many fucking Davids. Like, there's just no end to the amount of Davids I know, and it's it's not like like have you ever met somebody? And they don't know their name, and then they say a couple things, and you kind of guess their name. <laughs> like, yep. I don't, well, I don't. It's a Kyle, maybe. A Kyle. It's actually. I hate, to, I hate to say it, it's a Keith. I've met enough Keiths to know when a Keith is in my vicinity. Um, it's not a bad thing. Um, I don't have that with David's because, like, I'm a David. 
I know so many Davids and they're all so different yet. Like now that I'm thinking of all the Davids I've met in my life, there's like one or two outliers, but I can kind of sense Davids now. Um, so probably unpaid just in the sense that like, I don't think I named my kid a David, but I'm also not my parents. Why do you ask that question? Uh, it's mostly for Keith, because I know Keith has shunned the name, uh, his birth oh, name. Oh, Jesus, don't fucking say that I did it. I all oh, go on a fucking tantrum. That was, that was, was that the first episode where I had like an emotional breakdown, like explaining why my name was Keith and why I don't go by David? Because I didn't fucking choose it because I was yep. a fucking shot a one day old person and I was just told this was what my You don't name get was. to pick your fucking name. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I see. Do you remember? Yeah. Yep. That's great. That's actually fantastic. That was, that was one of my favorite like little like rants on this podcast. That was a good shit. Yep. Okay, I'll bring I'll bring it in with this last one. This one's for both of you. Um uh because I know this is a big movie podcast. And that's what we mostly like to talk about. Movies and so food. movies. We didn't talk food. about Star Wars this entire episode. Holy shit, that's crazy. Oh yet. I yeah. not. <laughs> I am not a Star Wars guy. Is your tricky? Might be a hot take. I'm not tricky either. <laughs> uh, so unpaid or underrated? Uh, I'll ask Joey first again. Mm-hmm. Uh, fight scenes, unpaid or underrated? Okay. So, like, we were talking about this the other day. I'm a sucker for Western. And noir. So uh, revenge movies, fucking love revenge movies. I'll watch them all day, every day. That's why John Wick is one of my favorite movies of all time. Um, Noir movies. uh, Brick was fantastic. Um, So, But the problem with fight scenes is they're either amazing or not. And there's rarely ever a, eh, you know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. best fight scene, probably the hallway fight in Marvel's Daredevil. Probably one of my favorite fight scenes in the, uh, this series, not the, not the Ben Affleck, Um, (laughs) which was of course, just a, a bit of a redux of the hallway fight in old boy. But Daredevil felt a little more gritty and kind of violent. Um, Second best fight scene in several years. John Wick in his house when they first show up. The assassins. And when he like when he breaks that one guy's neck over the side of the counter. I love fight scenes. I think when they're choreographed properly, they're fantastic. But when they're not, they are not. And they are very obviously not great. John Wick was the best because John Wick was choreographed, written, directed by stuntmen. That is why in in some fight scenes you can tell when they're using a stand-in because they're not choreographed by somebody who knows what they're doing. In John Wick, you don't realize that he's killed the same guy three times in the same scene. And that guy has been shot ran off camera, put on a different wig, came and got shot again. 
And that's how good they did that movie. So, underrated. What are you, Keith? Um, I thought that was going to be a just Joey question. Sorry. I, no. I was I was not thinking of an answer the entire time for that, you fucker. You said I was going to ask Joey this one. Uh, he said Joey first. Yeah, Joey first. I know. Fight scenes in movies. Uh, hmm. Honestly, they're probably unpaid. Like, there's not great. I mean, uh, like looking, like watching movies. Like, so, like, I loved all those movies growing up as a kid. Like, I'd fucking watch uh, Only the Strong and fucking Lionheart and all that shit. Like, watch those as adults. And it's just like the most, like, core, like, the most, like, uh, t- telegraphed fucking f- shitty action scenes. Uh, I don't know. Like, did that make the movie? Do I like action movies? Yeah. Are they. Do I need a fight scene to be 17 minutes of a 30 minute episode of a TV show or something? No. Um, they, they over like warrior does a good job because I feel like warrior has enough story with like, they, that's like the, the most, I mean, and then that even has like excessive fights. I was gonna say, but, like you just said, you don't need 17 minutes. Yeah, but I, so, I would say warrior, warrior does it well, but warrior is good though. Like if, if there was like a shitty, like, uh, what was the one on, um, TNT a few years ago into the badlands into the badlands I think was just not as good of action scenes I don't know maybe the first couple you could tell when they lost their budget basically and like the shit just went downhill <laughs> I guess whereas yeah. like warrior seems like it kept it budget so I guess uh, overall unpaid but like because there's more bad and there's good I guess I'll put it like that there's more yep. bad action scenes and fight scenes and uh, specific fight scenes and movies and there are good I, I agree with you. I agree with Keith. Like for me, a fight scene like just just isn't believable. I guess right. Like it, it it just takes me completely out. I'm like thinking, how did they do it? Right. Like from from uh, I guess probably like ever since like the Matrix started doing wire. You know what the wire stuff, right? Where they're hovering around like that kind of extreme. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. But comic yeah. book fight scene. Right, like that's over overused. You'll notice that I didn't bring that up. Um, right. I did bring up Keanu Reeves, though, and it is worth noting that when Keanu Reeves does an action movie, Keanu Reeves sets records. Uh, he set Speed. He set The Matrix. He set John Wick. Whenever he's been in an action movie, he resets the entire culture of action movies. Um, with that said, I agree with you, but that is not one of the things I brought up in a fight scene. I brought up the choreography because I also watch wrestling and what is wrestling? It's Broadway. It's dancing. It's violent, but it's choreographed, right? Like, yeah, I'm going to drop you six feet on your back, but like, I'm going to tell you when I'm going to do it. It's not a real fight scene. So I I think that if you're watching movies for the believability of movies, you might want to reconsider why you're watching television. Right. Like something like uh, I don't know, like uh, like Fight Club, right? Doesn't have fight scenes in that Marvel or comic book way, but I mean, that's certainly mm-hmm. fighting, right? Like much more. I would say watch. Um, not believable, but gritty, I guess. So John Wick is not a great example because Gun Fu is fucking ridiculous, but it's because it is a comic book style fight scene. Um, mm-hmm. The the Daredevil thing I brought up is the opposite of that. It's genuinely, genuinely violent. 
and gritty. Uh, there's a there's one called um, the Protector with Tony Jaw. Tony so Jaw does not use wires. He does not use any of that shit. That's fun to watch. That's a lot of gross broken bones, though. A lot of gross broken bones. Mm-hmm. But I can see what you're saying. Yeah. I can see what yeah. you're saying. Action movies aren't my go-to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then and then there's the you know stuff much before that, right? Like, uh, in fact, uh, uh, shit, uh, Michael Caine in Gold in Goldmember, right? Austin Powers three, mm-hmm. where he says to like the henchman, like, "It's not how this works. You guys come at me one at a time, and I I give you one blow, and you're out." Yeah, right? like that kind of like James Bond style, like. You know, you come at me one at a time, I hit you <laughs> once and you're down. I'm like, that's it. I'm the hero. Like, I, I do love in Kung Fu movies where uh, he they do that. They'd come on the one-on-one, but I always watch the guys in the background because they're just dancing. They're just right, doing like, right. a, they're doing a crab shuffle, waiting for their chance right. to go and attack the guy. Right. Like if two of you came at the same time, like just win, right? But no, one at a time. Honest that wraps up. Enough. Unpaid or underrated? Uh, oh, yeah. I think you guys passed. You guys nice. passed. We can. I'm glad to hear this that. off. Uh, before we get to our outro, I do want to do a little follow up on last week. From the best of my recollection, we were kind of asking uh, how many Canadian listeners we thought we had. So we got Joey sometimes, Joey's wife, Scans, uh, Big Mabel, who's actually he's, it's it's not <laughs> that's just funny. He made it. I think is I think he think he is a Matt, if I believe, but it's it, it's. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's so it's it's not like a female named Mabel because like my cat's named Mabel. So every time I see that on the Discord, I'm like, is this a this is this okay? That's cool. There's a girl with my cat name. And I'm like, no, this is a dude. It's just like it's like a a play on his name, I think. Uh, and then there was someone else. Oh, wow, big the Matt, the the uh, the 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 British. Well, I don't know the the big Matt that actually lives in Europe, uh, right? Yep, I think. Oh yeah, he Dutch he well, he, he I, I, yeah Dutch. He he claimed that he was from Europe, uh, uh, Canada. But I think it was a joke. I'm not really sure. I I I just I caught it and I was like, is there, he said he was the president of Ontario, right? No, Which that's Alex. Whole, so well, Alex, said it. Okay. yeah. So Alex is okay. Alex has been to Canada. Okay, so he's not Canadian. No, but it's really know. funny that everybody thinks he is, and him and I have mm-hmm. joked about that before. Gotcha. And, but he does listen. Okay. Um, I could have sworn Matt said something too. Maybe, maybe it's definitely Dutch Matt is legitimately Canadian. I think. Okay, right. Yeah. Okay, so then it is four. So then, so then, okay. So I saw Alex's joke comment, and then I did see Dutch Matt's real comment. So, so that's four or five, and that uh, is a, a follow up from last week. All right. Well, I just want to say one thing, and it's one thing we have not really brought up. I saw it. It's funny you brought it up in the Discord recently because I was thinking about it lately. Uh, start leaving us some reviews. Uh, I can't see the American reviews. I can only see the Canadian reviews, and I only have two. So if you guys are listening and you want to leave a five-star review, make fun of us. Uh, mostly Keith, leave me alone. I'm fragile. And um, yeah, that would be really cool. It would be fun to see us get some reviews pushed up to the top of the comedy podcast. Are we listed as comedy or fitness? Mm, yes, Nate. I, I I don't think there's a fitness adjacent. I guess uh, I hope it's not fitness. We, as, we as do as not we talk fitness. <laughs> I would. So I had a buddy that listened to my podcast because he thought it was going to be because he like knows me and knows how I hold gym oriented, powerlifting oriented I am, and he didn't understand what <laughs> I was in. Mass- that he he was like he 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 literally legitimately said, 
you guys didn't talk about listen waste very much <laughs> i have no clue what episode i listened to but, but i was just like i'm like i feel bad because like i i literally i legitimately don't push this podcast on people because it's like there's 500 people that would get it like at, yeah. at, at most like unless you're like maybe i mean possibly more because we do talk enough about massonomics that you could you you could not be crew but follow massonomics and kind of get it but unless you intend to be crew like like we're literally like why do you listen to the podcast david i'm curious why do i listen yeah i ask myself that question every every week i, uh, I was just thinking <laughs> that that's a good that's a good answer like, well, why, I'm, I'm, I'm legitimately <laughs> curious this is something I, i've never asked before i don't I'm know curious. i think uh this is kind of serious answer i guess like when i was starting my my gym and i said this like 20 times i think in this episode right like it was it was peak covid right i, I wasn't seeing anyone outside my four walls of my house so the 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 you know i was lifting on my own i was researching on youtube how you know technique and programming and building shit and you know i did watch a lot of coop stuff at that time sorry big keith okay. uh, was, so then when i so then when i found the, yeah so then when i found the podcast it was like it was like uh you know community and uh, you know like uh like uh your least favorite office character, right? Michael Scott, like, you know, I love inside jokes. I'd love to be bar one someday, right? Like when you're not getting, you're not, you're not getting an in-person uh, community. Maybe you, maybe you look for it somewhere else. So just the idea that, uh, that I was listening and I, you know, somehow like I related to some elements of, of, I don't know, Midwest life or South Dakota life. Uh, I understood some of those things, a lot of things I didn't you know, uh, connect with, but, but some things they did. Yeah. And so I keep listening to the podcast. I'm in the discord, massonomics.com slash join. Yes. Uh, plug for the plug for the crew. Uh, that yeah, is a great, that is a great answer, but unless I misspoke my question, why do you listen to our podcast? Oh, why do you listen to this? <laughs> I thought you said uh, you were literally talking about unpainted underrated. Yeah, yeah. And I, was, I wanted to know specifically because I was yeah. like, I was talking. Yeah, so their what podcast, keeps, what, what not the podcast, yeah, yeah, the no, podcast. Okay, <laughs> the two E's, right? The <laughs> podcast, <laughs> meme material. Yeah, yeah, meme I was, material. I was waiting for um, it to circle back around. Like, Is he going to talk about us and like how it correlates? Because we're like a part, we're a subsect of them. And I was like, hey, yeah, he's, he's just talking about their podcast. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't know. I'm pretty active on the Discord, so you know, a lot of weeks I don't get to listen to the podcast. Maybe till like Wednesday, Thursday, and I feel like I'm missing out mm-hmm. on their podcast, right? And then I don't listen if I don't listen to your podcast for a couple of days. I'm missing out on a lot of the chat, right? Like a lot of people listen to it right away. Uh, so I guess if I didn't listen, I wouldn't be able to make relevant meme content and, you know, join in the discussion. Right. But I've also then, you know, learned about people I didn't, you know, know a ton about or, you know, seen a different side of, of people who are also pretty active in the discord. So yeah, uh, same, same answer really, right? Like community you. and, uh, uh, niche inside jokes. That's that's kind of my goal. Like my goal, like with this, like especially now, it's like lift, lift hard is going to be a thing. It's like before, it could have just been like the Arnold. Because a lot of people go to the Arnold, but now with the lift hard, it's like yeah, we're like now you're going to know thirty people that you didn't know because you listened to them talk for two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Uh, oh well, I think we just hit three hours. So yeah, let's uh, let's bring this one up for a We did it.
I gotta pee. <laughs> we've, we've been talking for three hours. By the time it gets cut and edited and shit, it's probably going to be... Jen probably might have edged you out, but it's going to be really close because we've definitely been recording for three hours. <laughs> Love it. All right. Well, speaking of that, it's time to get out of here, guys. Time to really dive right in, actually. Um, I'm Joey. Like I said, if you're following or listening to this, you follow me. I'm fucking exhausted. I'm getting worse and worse with the outros. Like you guys, like at first yeah. I was I'm like, gonna, I'm, I'm and follow us here up. and like have fun. Yeah. And, blah, blah, and I'm like, just, just cause it gives me anxiety that you don't say it. So now just I'm going to play start. the music just so we can go. Uh, so, all right. Instagram <laughs> unpaid and underrated podcast website, unpaid intern podcast.com. I'm vain. So please go follow me. Big Keith Honeycutt. Well, shit. No, Keith Honeycutt 73 on Instagram. Go follow my orange gym, the no wine cellar. And one of these Davids is going to tell you where you can find him. Hold on. Did you just say it gives you anxiety if I don't say it and then you said it wrong? Yes, absolutely. So now I have more anxiety. So now I got to do better next time. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, bro. But I'm almost too tired <laughs> to have anxiety. Yeah, you can find my very rarely posted to uh, personal account, I guess, uh, at mills.85 and uh, my meme account, much more interesting and, and crew adjacent, uh, Deficit Jefferson's. Thanks, boys. And of course, use our codes when you can. I think we already touched on it earlier, but yep, no big math this week. He basically bailed again. He had his personal reasons, and uh, we'll see you next Tuesday, boys. Uh, uh.